This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Live Saturday show. Ian, here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give away all the features on the website completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. So, uh, shows about your calls, if you make them. Otherwise, we'll talk about things interesting to us. And starting out tonight, Mark, you've got a, a bizarre story that has to do with animals and piercings. Yeah, you know, I just can't get enough of these uh, these these weird little stories that come out. But apparently, um, <laughs> there's a uh, you know in in was it Bear Township uh, in Pennsylvania, a woman has been arrested for piercing cats. Where's this from, by the way? I mean, besides the what's the source? Source is uh, Breitbart.com. Very good. Wilkes-Bear, Pennsylvania, woman dog groomer um, has been ordered to stand trial on animal cruelty charges for selling gothic kittens with ear, neck, and tail piercings. Hmm. Holly Crawford's home outside of uh, Wilkes-Bear was raided December the 17th after the County Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. They raided her home. Oh, yeah. Just before we go on with the rest of this story, we've talked a lot on this program about how just police, the police state is on the rise in this country. What was it, 40,000 raids per year or something like that? Some insane number of raids, according to theagitator.org? Was it 40,000? I, I don't know. It was a lot. Sounds, that does sound right. But when you think of police raids, these days you would think it'd be mostly for uh, for drugs. Of course, the original concept behind the SWAT team was they were to be used for hostage situations mm-hmm. and real, truly dangerous situations. But then they started using them for drugs and then for immigrants and now for a woman who was running a pet grooming facility? Well, don't, don't forget the, uh, the people selling whole milk, too. They've got to be stopped. That's true. And uh, there was also that guy that was running a, a, a betting pool, like a football pool, in his office, an optometrist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they shot him dead. Correct. Well, he was on his knees, handcuffed. Right. So, I mean, could, could anybody actually listen to this and say that the police have not gone too far, that, that it has just not gone off the deep end. Could anybody actually say that seriously? 800-259-9231. All right, we continue this story. Okay. A prosecutor says Crawford inflicted pain on the cats, which were listed for sale for hundreds of dollars on the Internet. Crawford's attorney says state law does, says nothing about piercing cats or docking their tails. Mm-hmm. At a preliminary hearing Tuesday, Wilkes-Barre District Judge Paul Hedzik called it a gray area that must be declared uh, decided by a trial judge or jury. Charges against a second defendant uh, was, were dropped after Crawford admitted that she had pierced the cats. I suppose that would be a boyfriend. It seems unlikely to me that you would find a jury who would back this woman up. Just because people love kitties and anything that perceives to be painful, they they would perceive as painful to the kitty, they'd likely find against this woman. It does seem st- it's strange. I mean, let's let's put it into the category of strange. It's very unusual. I've never and heard of such a thing. You're not gonna you're not gonna have me. Uh, you know, I'm not up for piercing Senior Grouchy Pants' ears. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, you know, Good luck trying. Well, yeah, somebody's gonna get hurt in the process of trying to to uh, pierce the ears of a 22 pound white hot ball of feline fury, but you you know, I, the, I, I don't – you look at it, cats don't get uh, clipped and snipped the same way dogs do. But, I mean, when you're spaying or neutering an animal, aren't you taking – you're cutting out parts of them? So, sure. uh, you know, there you go. I mean, there's there's some precedent for cutting cutting and piercing and doing all kinds of things. Uh, and, and spaying and neutering is fairly widely accepted absolutely. among the animal rights community. Mm-hmm. 
and because it, I, I guess it, it's a greater good, um, you know, and might be oh, the way they I look see. at it. I don't know. That's I mean, their opinion of what the greater good is. And when it comes to dogs, uh, my mom shows dogs, and uh, you know, I, I grew up around dogs that were being shown, and. We had Dobermans, so you crop the ears so they stand up straight and uh, uh, crop the tail so that it's nice and short. How about clipping wings on a bird or something like that? How about uh, well, that's pulling feathers. out? How about pulling out nails from a kitty for like declawing a cat? Well, you don't pull them off. You you cut off the very tips of their little fingers is what you're doing with the declawing. Oh, really? And, and b- different people have different theories on it. Um, yeah. You know, as far as it goes, and but I'm not prepared to call declawing cruel um in in the sense that the the law says cruel mm-hmm. i mean i may call it cruel personally but um you would know would piercing I'm, a kitty be all right i mean we're not sure what her process was are we done with the story is there more the, the, to it? yeah it's a very short story but well, because she could be piercing them while they are awake that's a possibility, but you could also put the cat out, and then if you pierce the cat while it's out, is it receiving any pain? I mean, is the issue just that the cats are receiving pain from this? Um, it, it does say that it does say it's about pain, but humans go through uh, piercings while awake. They do it voluntarily, sure. whereas cats don't. Um, I, you know, it's to me I, a gray area does sound exactly like what it is. This is strange, um, but I'm looking at the pictures of the cat with uh, little earrings in, and I can see how someone somewhere might want a cat with earrings. I'm, sure, it's very unique. It, it is, and if if we're going to say that it's okay to cut the little fingers off, little ends of the fingers off on the cats, and, and some um, would say it's not remove their uteri. Some and, I, are, is there an anti-spaying movement out there? I imagine there. It seems like there's a movement for everything. But yeah, it's, it's it's centered out of a trailer in Arkansas. <laughs> Bad idea to not spay or neuter your animals. We don't need the pests running around. It's all you no. have to do. Go to a foreign country. Take a look at their dog and cat population. I was in, uh, I believe it was Heraklion, Greece. Okay. And I showed some, uh, like, there were some cat, cats everywhere. Little skinny, matted, dirty cats. And you can't kill them and eat them, can you? Well, I, I wasn't that hungry. I know, but I'm just saying, if you have an animal overpopulation problem, shouldn't an- uh, dogs and cats be legal to eat? In, most, in many countries that's the case um yeah. they don't have the the same rules but i don't think that it's that that way in greece they're busy eating sheep or something um Anyway, these cats, I had uh, I had a little one of those little rocket fuel cups of coffee that they have, little tiny thimbles full of coffee and, and some chocolate cookies. And I just <laughs> wagged the chocolate cookie down there to show the cats, look, this isn't food you want. This isn't tuna. The damn cat just about took my finger <laughs> off taking that the, the, the cookie out of its out of my it hand. And then, you. and then the other cats descended upon it. it oh, was, my gosh. It was a horrifying experience as they devoured. <laughs> and, and cats don't eat chocolate. They're not supposed to eat chocolate. <laughs> so, um... Pests, bad thing, wow. and uh, you, you should spay and neuter. But, you know, somebody can make the argument that spaying and neutering is they cruel. Could. They could. They, they could make the argument. I mean, there are the people out there that are just the animal purists that would say that even keeping an animal in your home is cruel. They would say that since that is unnatural, uh, therefore these animals should be released into the wild to There's fend people for themselves. There's people that bomb buildings Over that, that where they yeah. do uh, you know experiments on animals to make sure that products are safe. You know, I I can't say that I think it's a great. It, you know, it's not a it's not a nice thing to put a bunch of shampoo in a bunny's eye and hold its little eye open, but I I can see why we need to do these things. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, well, I'm not happy about it, but I think the best solution in these cases 
if you believe that you know of someone, whether it's a business owner or a neighbor or a family member, whoever, if you know of somebody who is abusing, whatever that is, in your opinion, again, some people think abusing animals is keeping them in your home. So from that end of the spectrum all the way over to piercing or beating or whatever, right. you know, the worst thing you can possibly imagine. I don't think piercing is, would be, you know, not, not abuse. But I, personally, I don't believe it is. I, no. I personally am of the opinion that this woman should be able to sell pierced ears on, you know, on cats if that's what she wants to do. I think she absolutely should be able to. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this at 800-259-9231. But I... If you are somebody who thinks that this woman should be charged with was animal cruelty, was it essentially? Yeah. Presumably, that's a misdemeanor. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not ch- misdemeanor means you can spend up uh, to a, a year. year in jail. I mean, that's misdemeanor. Thousands isn't small. in fines sometimes. So, do you think that this is an appropriate thing to be happening? Should the government be charging this woman with an animal cruelty? charge on this in this case 800-259-9231 i say no i say leave her alone and if people believe that what she's doing is wrong they should ostracize her they should uh they should refuse to do business with her they should refuse to be friends with her and they should tell her and they should tell her how they feel about it but i don't know i wonder what most people think about this because i think it's completely legitimate what she's doing i saw in a magazine one time a guy who had a pair of pit bulls um you know i I think this was a a rapper or something i somehow saw a rap magazine not that i spent a lot of time looking at them but uh, some guy who had uh, pit bulls with gold teeth and tattoos mm. so wow. they, they tattooed the pit bull. that's painful stuff i've gotten tattoos it's painful yeah but <laughs> the hell do you do that you've got to put that dog out for that don't you think I, maybe maybe they give them tranquilizers you can buy i don't yeah. know I, don't, I don't i don't i wouldn't propose to know but my mom as i said showed dogs and one of the things she'd do to make sure that her dogs were identifiable was put some kind of identification on the inside of the thigh tattoo mm. it on there no kidding so where is a ta- you know where is it cruel it does seem uh, you know that this tattooing a pit bull the same well, way as piercing ears on a cat i to think me. the animal activist uh, guys out there would say that what your mom did was cruel period just showing them it shows sure. you know there are people that think that would love to hear from you as to how you feel about this 800-259-9231 should you be able to pierce your cat This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up what you want if you dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It's 1-800-259-9231. Of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site. We give them all away. Uh, By the way, those features include the archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours on the front page of the website, free for you at freetalklive.com. The 57th running of America's legendary sports car classic runs Saturday, March 21st at Sebring International Raceway. Florida listeners should listen up. In fact, if you're in anywhere in the southeast, you probably have heard of the 12 Hours of Sebring. If you're a racing fan, brought to you by Mobile One, the 12 Hours of Sebring is presented by Fresh from Florida, and it features the fastest race cars in the world. Gates open Wednesday, March 18th for four days of action, culminating with the big 12-hour classic on Saturday, March 21st. For ticket information, visit SebringRaceway.com. Sebring, the biggest sports car race of them all. That's SebringRaceway.com for tickets and more information. So the question that we threw out there a few moments ago was how do you feel about this story involving a pet groomer, a lady who was piercing cats? Was it just kittens or just cats, Mark? I missed that they were, point. I'm selling kittens, so... Okay. So pierced a, kittens. Pierced kitten is worth more than a pierced cat, I guess. If you wanted to buy a pierced kitten, this woman would sell it to you until the police came in and raided her business. And then they charged her uh, with animal cruelty. Do you think this is appropriate? 
Or are you like me and you feel like this lady should be left alone and that if you feel that it's inappropriate of what she was doing to the cats, then you should just ostracize her. You should spread the news about her about to, and you know tell people to not send their business to her pet grooming facility. I think that is a far more effective way to deal with things rather than just incarcerating people. But we'd love to hear what you think. 800-259-9231. Let's talk first to Ben listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Hello, Ben. Hey, yeah, guys, um, I wanted to talk about the piercing. Uh, I think it's absolute nonsense to bring any kind of legal action against this woman. Uh, we use uh, utility piercings uh, out here in Indiana for uh, bulls uh, ah. to lead them along. You put a ring in their nose. You put a ring in the nose of a hog in order to keep them from running. Hmm. Um, so that's a utility piercing, and that's fine by law. I've never heard of a law against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, furthermore, there's uh, some aesthetic uh, mutilation of animals that happens. For example, the chopping of tails off of dogs, yep. sure. Uh, yeah, for aesthetic purposes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that legally, to my knowledge. I mean, they do it for show purposes. Uh, so it's utility versus aesthetic pain to an animal. And I think um, chopping a tail off an animal far exceeds uh, the a pain piercing. tolerance than a piercing or even a tattoo. Now, I mean, I uh, think this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, 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 agree. I agree that it's uh, ridiculous. I, I'm having been grown up in a home where my mother shows dogs, as I said previously, um, she would say that the, the cropping of the tail and the cropping of the ears were not for aesthetics, although um, when you crop them, you would want them to make, make them aesthetically pleasing, but that you would crop them for the purposes of, uh, you know, like so that the tail wouldn't get hit, closed in a door, um, or that the ears wouldn't get torn in a, a fight between dogs, and that was the, like the original reason for it. Anyone who looks oh, so at... so they would say it was a utility... Utilitarian purpose, then. Any anyone who would look at a uh, like a you know a close cropped pit bull's ears, one might make the argument that that's um, you know for in case dogs get into a fight. But anybody who looks at a Doberman's uh, you know crop where the ears point straight up and they're um, you know very tall, that's clearly um, you know a crop with the with they're leaving skin on for the purpose of uh, aesthetics. So I would say that that that, that definitely falls in the aesthetic. Ben, area. you made some great yeah, points. Absolutely. Would you consider uh, what would you what would you consider too far? Do you think that there's a, do you have a line as far as what you would consider animal abuse? Um, but, 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 uh, not really. I mean, according to this, I mean, I think we should let the free market. I'm an Austrian economist, so I would think that really we would just let the market take care of this. And if people thought it was cruel, then they would just uh, spread the word and not do business with the people. Absolutely. Great call tonight. Thank you, sir. We appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. If you are somebody that believes that piercing a cat's ears, for instance, were there other, you said the back was pierced in some cases, yeah, the, the tail? Yeah, there, there were uh, piercings on the back, the neck, and the, the tail also, which didn't seem as um, exciting to me. But then, you know, I, I don't understand piercings these days anyway. Um, you know, some of them, I think they're attractive, but mostly uh, piercings are attractive on attractive people, um, and they can take away from the attractiveness as far as I'm concerned. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just a few piercings that I find more attractive. Ear piercings, uh, you know, certain, uh, the eyebrow one, I I think this looks kind of good on some people, but... You know. I don't want to talk about people. Let's talk to Mary Ann in Indiana, listening to WXNT. Hello, Mary Ann. How do you feel about this? Well, what I seem to... What seemed to come to... I'm trying to drive right now. Oh, so. dear. Anyway. We hear a big crash, <laughs> anyway, and we'll uh, know what happened. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> um, anyway, what I was thinking about, I'm a grandmother, and I have uh, 15 grandchildren and wow. three great-grandchildren. Uh, but anyway... I see a lot of little babies that have their ears pierced. Yep. Now, would it be the same thing that the police would come into the mother's home and 
arrest the mother for I could having see the CPS baby's doing ears that. tattooed. I could see you know, CPS doing something like that. Absolutely. There's a parallel there. I agree. Um, you know, <laughs> kids, if you've had them, they don't, they're not much different than uh, pets for the first at least uh, year or so. I've got an 11-month-old, and I just commented tonight, he's like a little dog because he was running around with a sock in his mouth, or excuse me, crawling around with a sock in his mouth. Exactly. Uh, much cuter than a dog as far as I'm concerned, but, you know, nonetheless, he, you know, he doesn't have much more cognitive abilities than dogs. He has a lot more potential. But I, I agree that, um, and you know, often it would seem like this ear piercing thing because I have seen it uh, among uh, you know like white children, but it seems to be just a little bit more of an ethnic thing to pierce the the ears on babies. And I would I could see the the law going after something like that if if they were successful here um, with the kitties. Well, I think that it, that the whole thing ridiculous. I mean, I've. If a mother can pierce the baby's ears, then yep. you certainly could pierce the cat's ear. Absolutely. And Thank you, Marianne, uh, for the call tonight. You're really welcome. appreciate you taking the time. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, I'm with Ben uh, in that I don't think there should be a line anywhere. I think that if my next-door neighbor is beating his dog in the backyard, <sighs> I don't think that he should go to jail for that. I believe he should be ostracized. I believe he should be outed. I think that he should be talked to. I think that he should understand that people don't appreciate what it is that he's doing. Well, I think that his dog should, could be rescued. I think that in the in a f- true free market environment, you could have a essentially a rescue group that if you know that somebody is beating and abusing their animal, you would attempt to rescue it if it's tied up in the backyard or something like that. Obviously, that would involve a trespass. But if he took not you necessarily. To- um, it's, first off, social ostracism is an extraordinarily powerful tool, um, and I would like to see somebody like that punished just because, to me, they're doing something egregious and wrong by taking out an axe handle and beating a dog in their backyard tied to a tree sounds horrible to me. Um, so I can see why people would want to see that, but I also think that you could, as, um, you know, without getting the law involved, and I, th- I think that, uh, you know, that it's a fine line. When you get the law involved in something like that, which to me would be kind of, I, I wouldn't feel bad for that guy at all, then you have the next step, which is people going after cats getting their ears pierced. That's just or, it. Who law. draws the line? Where's right. the line drawn. It's, all, it's always about the, where does the line get drawn, and, and I can see your point that you don't want the law to be drawing that line because they're bad at it. Right, and I think the market can handle it better. Be. I'm with Ben. I think the market can innovate ways to handle this better. You I mean, can take a video camera like they do when you know, when anybody's getting beaten. You take a video camera out, you shoot it, you, you send it to the local news, um, you know, in the, the local news, and they'll play that thing over and over again. Yeah, if he doesn't get believe fired, that guy, he'll, get, he'll get fired from his job over something like that if he doesn't... And he ought to. Yeah, absolutely. So 800 259-9231. That's a far more powerful situation than forcing everyone to pay to put this guy in a jail cell, which probably won't change his behavior necessarily when he gets out. It'd just be more secretive about it. More on the way you can bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Peter Schiff on the economy. We're broke. This is not just a financial crisis. This is an economic collapse. The government is trying to interfere with the free market. All the government can do is create inflation. The government doesn't have any money. They're going to print it. doesn't matter if you get your money out of the bank, but then you take it to the grocery store and you can't buy anything. We're going to die from the cure, not the disease. The change that we need is less government. It's less interference. We're just going to get more of the same, only worse. Shiftbomb.com, February 21st. Paid for by PEAC PAC. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. This is Free 
Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and as always, it is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy those, including the wiki, over 1,800 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com, get interactive, and edit virtually anything you see. W-I-K-I, wiki.freetalklive.com. New website out there for uh, parents who want to get clean out unwanted or unused kids' items from your home or save money by grabbing donated items. You can take advantage of uh, coupons and freebies on the site. It's easy to use. It's too small for mecom That's the numeral two and the numeral four. Too small for me.com. My wife put up a little, they call it a gym, but it's this little swing set kind of thing that you put above a baby. It looks like a swing set, but they don't swing on it. They just bat the stuff around. She put one up there and uh, somebody, uh, you know, grabbed it real quick. So it's too small for me.com. 800-259-9231 started the show out with a story about a woman who was piercing kittens. Piercing cats on the, the tail, on the back, on the neck, on the ear, and selling them. Or perhaps selling the service of piercing your already existing cat. She was raided by the police, and I say this is this is absolute madness. If there's a problem with what she's doing, then ostracize her. Reject her business. Don't do business with her and tell others about it. Tell her how you feel about it. Try to change people's behavior with persuasion rather than abject raw force, which is what the government is and what it does. Let's go to your thoughts as we go to Toledo, where Max is listening to our brand newest affiliate, 1370 WSPD. Max, welcome to Free Talk Live. Gentlemen, uh, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, you know, I was talking about, I was thinking about the story, and uh, and you mentioned about the, you know, how this is the, the point past the line, you know, a woman piercing a cat's ears. I mean, I couldn't imagine piercing a cat's ears would hurt any more than, you know, spaying or neutering your animal, something that even PETA supports. Mm. So I think that that point is what... But when you mention, you know, the, the neighbor beating on the dog in the, in the backyard, yeah, you wish there was a free market solution to that, but it almost seems like that is a government function. The, the dichotomy that I'm running into, that I'm having a problem with, and I, and I you know, maybe like your input on here, it's, it seems, it feels, and I hate to use the word feel, but it seems like while abusing your dog in your backyard seems to be, you know, something that maybe, you know, force should be initiated in order to stop that. On the same note, you know, growing up as a kid, if a dog bit a kid, a guy would take the dog back in, you know, back in the yard and you know, chop it, you know, because oh. for biting the, biting the kid. And that's okay. So why does it seem that, you know, beating the dog in the backyard, that's, you know, that, that, that's hands off, but then... You know, plugging the dog for attacking a kid—that's that's perfectly okay. Yeah, it, it's it, it it is odd. Um, and then, we, we, but you know, when you get to uh, the analogy that we made there with the uh, the dog getting tied to a tree and beaten with an axe handle, it seems horrible. But then, you know, I think about my next door neighbor doesn't buy meat. He hunts all of his food. So, so, I mean, you can go over to his house and find a, an animal carcass hanging up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Peter wouldn't like that. Tasty. Nobody's going to like that. So, so you know, where you, where do you draw the line? I mean, obviously, it seems the, the, the animal doesn't want to get shot, doesn't want to get killed, and doesn't want to get eaten. So, 
it's it's tough i you know when you start when you start looking at this animal rights thing it, it's a slippery slope it's a slippery slippery slope if an animal has a right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness we're all in big big trouble because we're not only not going to eat meat we're not going to live in houses because what about all the animals we displace and we dig a hole for a foundation and yeah. all that other it's stuff just, it's just insane you're going to kill cockroaches in your house you know the so further you go down that they either hole, have rights or they don't and if they have like this sort of minimal right, which is not to be beaten maliciously, um, then you know what? who's the victim in that, that case? Uh, obviously, the animal is the victim, but the animal can't actually stand up for itself, nor can it really accept restitution in any way, shape, or form. I mean, normally when we talk about humans uh, aggressing against other humans, it's pretty clear that there's a victim and uh, those people deserve some sort of restitution, whoever the victims are. But in the case of the animals. There is no real clear victim, and so how do you deal with that? Well, that's why I suggested I think that if we had a if the government would step out entirely, then the marketplace could come up with ways to deal with it. For instance, if you found out that your neighbor was beating his animal, you could go and snatch the dog away from him. Uh, you know, if if it was out in the backyard or something like that, go and grab it. Obviously, that's a trespass on the individual's property, and he could take you to to litigation, could take you to arbitration over that. Wherein you would then have the video of him beating his animal, and then you'd let the arbitrator decide what the appropriate way to handle that would be. I mean, maybe uh, you know, maybe the decision would essentially be a wash. Hey, you know, you were beating your animal, and we were going to give you some uh, some restitution for the trespass, but we don't really think we want to give you anything because you were beating your animal. And then at least that way, nobody's forced to pay to put that guy in a prison cell for six months, and he could be ostracized, and maybe he'd leave the community, and you wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. It seems like the best-case scenario. I guess the point is uh, there that, you know, if the guy is beating his dog and then you go and snatch the dog away, your argument is, well, he didn't value the dog anyways. He was beating the crap out of it. Great points. Thanks, yeah. Max, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, I don't I it's it's a tough uh, you know scenario to deal with and I I'm not so sure about your free market justice system that you're talking about there but I can tell you that it's a I'm darn, sure I don't want to pay to put that guy in jail cell for absolutely. 6 months. Absolutely. So the, you know like the punishment apparatus that we have in the justice system is messed up and you'll never get me to uh you know to say otherwise. It's it's you know somebody should be restituted for all crimes. In the case of beating your dog, who needs to be restituted? Somebody beats your dog, perhaps there's restitution involved, but when you beat your own you know, animals are property, uh, as far as I can tell. 1-800-259-9231. Do you disagree with Mark? Do you think that animals are should not be property? I think you're right, Mark. They absolutely are property. As long as you're taking care of them, then they're yours. Uh, you can quarantine them inside your house if you want to. Our kitty uh, Ravage is not allowed to go outside because he doesn't have any front claws. And he would be a dead kitty if he went outside. So he has a nice, comfy little prison that he gets to live in. And he has, you know, food given to him three times daily, just like in a regular prison. And uh, unlike in a regular prison, we do ask him to do things for us in order to get the food. Some people might consider that cruelty to animals. The tricks that he does? Right. Uh, my cat can do like a 20 or 24 or 30 tricks. and and uh, But he'll, he can only he'll do them in return for food. So we will we'll essentially have the bowl of food ready for him, and we'll ask him to do a couple tricks. And if he does the tricks, he gets to eat. If he doesn't, he doesn't get to eat. Now, somebody would say that's cruelty, but if you saw the cat, you'd see he's got a few extra pounds on him, yeah, so he's, he's doing all right. 
Senor would like to my my cat Senor Grouchy Pants would love to go outside, um, and likes the he option. Used to. Yeah, he used to. Um, he used to be king of the um, king of Whitfield down there in Sarasota. Um, you know, he beat all the other cats up, but you know, he's twenty two pounds. It's you know, hard to find a cat that big. The um, but you know, so I'll open the door sometimes for him, and then he sees the snow on the ground, and he so he just really likes the option of that he could go out, and he turns around and leaves once he sees snow. You know, he's imprisoned. That's it. There's no other way to say it. You know, he he's he's around at our pleasure. And what? And so, if if things come, worse came to worse and the food crisis came, I'm going to eat the cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Let's go to your phone calls. Talk to Jenny, listening to WFLA in Tampa. Jenny, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hello. Our most interesting discussion. Uh, two points came to me. First off is my understanding, and I know there's a lawyer out there who can correct this, but animals are property like a rock, a flower pot, a piece of furniture. So until that's changed, this is all a moot discussion because anyone can do what they want to their piece of property. Do you like feel as though it should be that way? Well, I think we get into very touchy ground. I, as far as I'm concerned, animals should have, be regarded as sacred living things and be treated accordingly. Do you eat meat? Uh, no, I'm a okay. vegetarian. Good. I mean, that, that, that's consistent. Are you willing do to you swat pers- bugs in your house? Okay, no, no, serious <laughs> question. Do you swat bugs in your house? Uh, no. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so you, no, so actually, you include an insect in the same category as animal? Uh, yes, I'm a Buddhist. Oh, very interesting. They, they uh, from what I understand, uh, you know, strain their milk through a cheesecloth to get all the little bacteria out. Not that it works, but, you know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it, the thing is, it's our choices, it's our preference, and I think we need to have respect for life. But further along those lines is I believe that as individuals, as humans, we need to talk with each other and work it out with our neighbors as opposed to crying for the police or crying absolutely for a as long as you can persuade your neighbor to come around to your viewpoint then you're absolutely cool with me but if you're using the threat of force if you're using violence to try to control your neighbor's behavior that's where you and I would part ways but it sounds like we're on the same page thanks for the call tonight Jenny 800-259-9231 you can bring up what you want this is free talk live This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition, and you can bring up anything if you dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, all the features we give away. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations across the country, like WSPD in Toledo, our brand-new affiliate that uh, we are announcing tonight. So Excellent. We already, have, uh, we already had Max call in from there earlier, and they're coming on board for all three hours of the Saturday show, which is fantastic. Toledo, home of the Rockets. Uh, and home of Brian Wilson, who is the program director of the radio station, who is also a principled, liberty-minded dude who happens to host the afternoon show there. So Toledo is already mm. very familiar with the pro-liberty viewpoint. Brian Wilson is... Uh, we actually feature Brian Wilson on our little network feed that we created for the internet called the Liberty Radio Network. So he's one of our podcasts there. So he added our show. We added his show. Everybody's happy. So welcome to uh, Toledo listeners to WSPD. All right. So uh, if you want to help support the show, go to amp.freetalklive.com. For three bucks a month, you get access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only chat room, the forum, and there's more details there. But the main reason is to get the ideas of freedom out as far and as wide as possible. Again, go to amp.freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls. And we talk to Max, a different Max, this one listening to WSCFM. Hello, Max. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, on my mind, I'm a conservative hippie, you know, tattoos and all that stuff, and I'm kind of green. 
like that, but I'm conservative. And what really vexes me is that, all right, picture this, helping out my neighbor, 21 years old, baby, single mom, trying to go to work, carrying her baby to the babysitter. And it's, I mean, they're heavy children. I mean, in the car seat and all that, getting downstairs, and her puppy that she got from the SPCA runs out. And I'm saying, okay, I'll be a nice guy and chase the puppy for her. Mm-hmm. And the puppy runs up to the neighbor, and I said, hold him, hold him. I get up, and I grab that puppy, and it's a very bad dog. And I grab it by the neck, and it squeals a little bit. It's very bad. I'm an animal lover. And the guy goes, hey, that's animal cruelty. I can call the cops on you. And I'm thinking, hmm. what? What are you talking about, man? Wow, you were trying to do lover. him a favor, huh? Well, I was trying to do her a favor. Oh, her. But I, was, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, dog runs out. It's like my friend's dog. His dog ran out. His husky got hit by a car. Happens. Young. Yeah. So yeah, what do you do? Be... Discipline your... Who wants a dog that runs away and gets hit by a car? $2,500 to fix its leg. And the domestic and, and the domestic dog, people, I mean, you know, one can make the argument that they want to be told what to do, that their lives are better when they're, uh, you know, given commands and uh, can then carry them out, that they really do like that. And uh, certainly some breeds more so than others. However, disciplining well, your animal is usually best when you ostracize it rather than use pain. Pain uh, is not a very effective method of discipline. And that's not what you were necessarily attempting to do. You were just trying to stop the dog from running out in the street, in which case, if you have to apply force to do something like that, it makes perfect sense. Well, a little bit of pain, but that's called you know grabbing it by the neck and shaking it and saying, very bad. Yep. That's not beating a dog. That's you know being gentle. But, yeah, but again, now we're back to the if issue. If you don't do that, then your dog runs out in the road and gets yeah. hit. And, and again, and you're back out to the issue of who's going to draw the line. If it was that, if it was that guy that was looking at looking down his nose at you, uh, then he would draw the line and make and make what you did a crime. And if you ask a different person, then they would make keeping a dog inside a house a crime. I mean, it's just there should not be a line. There should only be people interacting with other people and attempting to persuade them to do what they think is right. Any other thoughts, Max? Um, it's, it's, it's your animal. Yep. Do what you want to do with it. Um, period. Absolutely. Do what you want to do with it. Animal. Thank you, period. Max, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's talk to Marcus listening in Texas. Marcus, you're on free talk live. Hello. I'm calling you about the same issue about the dogs that, you know, I hear all these things about, uh, you know, your, some other callers calling in and, uh, you know, legally animals are property, but then again, uh, you know, you can't look at them and interact with them. And anybody that has a dog can tell you animals do, they do have feelings. They have, uh, they, they do, whether they like you because you feed them or whether they like you just because that's the emotion they feel towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel something towards you just because they can't vocalize and express themselves. I concur with that. Uh, There's no like doubt about human. it. Oh, let me finish. Uh, just because they can't vocalize and express themselves doesn't mean that, uh, we can, as a, as a, um, species bully them around and whatnot, and I'm not uh, one of these uh, cuckoo animal rights people, but I, I look at cases like, uh, you know, like um, when you were saying earlier that uh, one can make the argument dogs like being told what to do. Well, it seems that American people are dogs because they love being told what to do by the government. And Great also, yep. on top on top of that, uh, when you think about it. Uh, I look at, I see all, this all the time. I see seeing, I see seeing eye dogs, police dogs, service dogs. Oh, we love them when they're when they're helping us, and when they're helping a pathetic person that can't even pee on their own. Then, oh well, oh my dog is the most wonderful thing. But then, uh, you know, every every other time it's, uh, oh well, that's just a dog. 
Well, tell that to the person that has a seeing eye dog and can't function without it. Tell that to the person that uh, had their lives saved by a by a police dog. Tell the police officer that. Uh, tell you know. Tell uh, all these cases where animals have helped people, and all people do is scoff and treat them like garbage. And it just goes to show how uncivilized people are to begin with. And Well, some uh, people treat like, animals like garbage. I think a lot of people have a lot of respect for animals. Uh, well, let me put it this way. I, I, um, there wasn't too long ago where I saw a lady that had a seeing-eye dog. Uh, she was in a wheelchair. She was wheelchair-bound. And uh, she actually uh, hit the dog in front of me. Oh, and, my. Uh, you know, I told her not to do that. Uh, she, we were, it was at a hotel, and I told her, you know, don't don't ever do that in front of me. I don't give a shit if you're... Oh, we can't let you go on. Later. Sorry, buddy. 800-259-9231. I realize people get passionate when it comes to animals, and I appreciate the passion uh, because we love animals. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, so, uh, sorry, we just couldn't continue the call. Yeah, you know, and, and, and but it's, it's indicative of the problem that we're talking about here. Who gets to draw the line? Would that gentleman say, and I didn't, we didn't get a chance to ask him because, you know, we've got our rules here, uh, you know, that it's not okay to eat meat. What about, and, and I, when you, uh, I can see somebody saying that, no, it's not okay to eat meat. Animals are people or animals are uh, individuals, you know, the cognition and all that stuff. But then you start figuring out, you know, animals don't respect property in the same way that humans do. They would eat you if they were that kind of animal. That much is true. And, and they don't, um, you know, they don't look at property in the same manner. Just, uh, you know, I mean, dogs chew shoes and things like that. They destroy things wantonly. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I just recently built a house, uh, you know, less than a year ago. I've built a house and I displ- sure I displaced all kinds of little critters from their little abodes when we dug a hole in the ground for the foundation and built the house up and uh, all that other stuff. And if a if a bug comes in the house, uh, sometimes you know, we kill it, sometimes we throw it out. Just depends on what we want to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I you know, animals don't look at property in the same way, so therefore, um, if, if you're going to displace them from their homes, is it okay for men to build? Should men not be able to build because animals have rights? Do they have claim on the property? I mean, sh- should they be given restitution uh, <laughs> for for the, all the property that's been I'm taken? I'm sure to Peta them? would like to collect the restitution on the behalf of the animals. On, on the behalf of the animals, right. yeah, that, that's that's likely true. Should at this moment in time, no new construction take place because some bow weevil somewhere might be displaced from his rotted log? No. Um, you yeah. should be able to do what you want with your property, Crazy. and and that that includes buy a piece of property and keep it pristine. Um, that includes buying a piece of property and essentially creating a habitat for those animals. People should be able to do that, like the Nature Conservancy does. So you can do have a fine it all. job at it. You can have it all. All right. So we continue here. As long as you don't want to control your neighbor, as long as you want to respect your neighbor's uh, freedom, then they'll hopefully respect yours back, and we can all get along mostly. Let's continue here with your calls about anything. We'll go to Marie listening to WSC FM in South Carolina. Hello, Marie. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I wanted to um, change subjects and talk sure. about the mortgage bailout that um, Obama um, talked about this week. Yes, where and, uh, he's uh, going to be ba- they're going to be bailing out with taxpayer dollars a bunch of losers, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, you know, I can understand people have, um, have misfortunes in life, okay? And I'm sure. not saying that we shouldn't do anything, but what I'm saying is, let's do the right thing, okay? If we can bring down their interest rate to, to lower their payments, that's good, but not write down the principal, because then they take all the gain, and the taxpayers take all the loss. 
Okay. Now, why would you be in favor of forcing banks to set specific interest rates on mortgages they already had contracts for? Well, um, I think you know they can work with them. That that would reduce the foreclosure. I think if a bank wants okay. to work with their customer, they should be able to do that voluntarily. I don't think they should be forced. Many to. banks are. Well, the banks are being forced to give out loans. No, okay. I don't think the banks were forced to give out these loans. Well, there's often uh, what she might be talking about is uh, the the fact that they they have these uh, these rules and you couldn't uh, treat somebody unfairly, so they had to you know um, basically give loans to people that wouldn't have otherwise gotten them. Right, exactly. And um, the thing is, is that they they force the banks to make these loans. Okay. Well, you know, like I said, I'm I'm all for letting the banks write down the interest rates. But, you know, to wipe out the principal and leave the tax... I'll tell you what, Marie, we're going to keep this conversation going here in a moment. Hour number two is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number two of the live Saturday edition. You can bring up what you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Again, number 800-259-9231. We go right back into your phone calls. Marie is still on the line listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Now, Marie, you'd called about the bailout, the newest bailout, this particular bailout, not of bankers this time, which was a bad enough idea, uh, but this is another bad idea. This it's like one a year of bailouts. Is, yeah, this one is to bail out the losers who ended up getting a mortgage they couldn't afford. And so basically they're going to somehow help these people people out with payments. I'm not sure exactly how all that's going to work out. I haven't paid attention to much detail in the case. But, Marie, did you want to con- uh, continue your thoughts about this? Well, from what I understand, they're only going to have um, Freddie May or Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac um, as the lender that's going to be um, working the, the mortgage loans out with these people. The only thing about this that bothers me, like I said, is with the principal write-off. And also... How is it fair to mortgage, I mean, to people that rent and people that own mobile homes that don't have, you know, these mortgages and stuff? How is that fair? That's the, you know, the, those are the things that bothers me about that. Well, when has government ever been fair? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I guess um, the deal is that these people with the bailout that are going to be affected by this bailout, they just got in at the right time and got lucky, and everybody else who's still renting, guess they should have gotten into uh, one of those... Uh, what do they call them? Uh, the, 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 what are the loans called? Adjustable like, arms? No, yeah, subprime. I guess arms or uh, low-end loans Sub, or whatever. Oh, subprime. subprimes. Subprimes, yeah. Subprimes and all day and liar loans, etc. All kinds of stuff. So, so yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, if, if they're going to be talking about fairness, then they have to make it fair for everybody. Thank you, Marie, for the call they, tonight. There's no way you can do that. No, I no, appreciate you can't. As a matter of fact, with government, you can't make things fair well, for everybody. Well, you could just let the, 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 the market play out the way it was supposed to well, play out. and I, I can see where you're coming from on that. Let but these houses however, go to foreclosure and let some people pick them up for pennies on the dollar. I, I see where you're coming from on that, Ian. But um, when you talk about fair, you have, to, you have to look at everything fairly. And the whole market has been set up with our fiat currency. And, and That's for those, true. For 
those of you who don't understand what a fiat currency is, let me tell you. The dollar is backed by nothing. At one time, it was backed by gold or silver or whatever. Now it is backed by nothing. Um, and so a fiat means it's a, you know, a decree from on high. So they say, the, the U.S. government says, this is the money. And that's the money. So the fiat currency is very uh, you know, uh, manipulatable. Um, right. They can print out more of it. They can, they, they are print, that's what they were doing during the housing bubble. Greenspan was saying, yeah, Americans are spending more. It's great for the economy. is just going whole hog. Well, in fact, it was going whole hog and burning white hot to the point that it blew up. And therefore, you can't really blame the people who were responding to the marketplace in the way that they should be responding to the marketplace. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that they got into an agreement and they should be held to the terms of that agreement. I concur with you. I, I see right. where you're coming from on that, but when you have a system that is corrupt from the very beginning, and then you're trying to hold one group of people responsible, and you don't hold the others, I mean, the banks just deposit $1 for every $10 they get out of the Federal Reserve. Essentially, they have the right to print money on their own. So, I'm how not, come I'm it's okay the for the banks the... to get away? I mean, how come the banks just don't have to take the property and stuff it? Well, I mean, they're going to take a loss, most likely, if they foreclose on the property, right? Right. Okay, well, then they would, that would be them getting stuffed, basically. I, look, Mark, I'm with you. I think the banks are a scam. I think they're just an extension of the central bank. I agree with you. The, the fiat money system is awful. Uh, but we're, we are in a reality where that is part of the deal, and these people knew that they were getting into a loan. They knew that if it was adjustable rate, they knew the rates could go up. Buyer beware. Caveat emptor. I mean, nobody... This was. This isn't hidden information. This isn't hard to understand. Now, now let me give you a, a little bit of uh, a quote here from Thomas Jefferson, two hundred years ago. And tell me, people, tell me that this isn't predicting what happened. Screw Nostradamus. Thomas Jefferson told the future. The central bank is an institution. Now, we have a central bank. It's called the Federal Reserve. That's, That's why the money that you spend is called a Federal Reserve note. The central bank is an institution of the most deadly hostility existing against the principles and the form of our Constitution. I am an enemy to all banks discounting bills or notes or anything but coin. And by coin, what he meant was something not made of, yeah, sil made of silver or gold, not made of, made of pot metal crap that we have currently. If the American people allow private banks to control the isu um, issuance of their currency, first by inflation, inflation to Thomas Jefferson and, you know, uh, all economists up until the early 1900s, inflation meant the introduction of new money into the system. It doesn't mean prices going up. It means, That's what it still means. Turning, the, turning on the presses and introducing more dollars. That's what inflation means. That first is. by inflation, then by deflation, the banks and the corporations will grow up around them and will deprive the people of all of their property until their children will wake up homeless on the continent that their fathers conquered. Now, obviously, when he says conquered, he means slaughter the savages. But let's leave that out of it. Um, I mean, does this not predict what happened today? The banks are taking the property away from people. Ah, but Obama's stepping in to save them, Mark. What? Obama, with his bailout, he's saving those people from having their houses taken. Yeah. He's turning them, uh, he's making all of us pay for that. So therefore, we are, once again, slaves. Oh, so wait, what'll happen, Mark, if I all of a sudden can't pay my mortgage 
because now my taxes have increased beyond the point where I just can't afford it anymore. Is Obama going to save me, too, for my mortgage, or is it only these uh, subprime people that will be bailed out? Um, I think it's anybody who makes less than seventy-five grand a year is what, uh, is, uh, you know, yeah, what but, they're looking at. But what's the time window here? Are they only going to save people that are, that are the currently affected? The government can't save anybody. Here's a Mar- Margaret Thatcher f- uh, quote for you. The problem with socialism is sooner or later you run out of other people's money. And that's all they're doing. They're stealing from one group to give to another group. It's well, and they're cutting money off the top. Redistribution of wealth. They're not just doing that, Mark. They're actually taking money from one group, slicing a heavy chunk off the top for the bureaucrats administering the program, and then passing a fraction of it on to these other people. So you're absolutely right. There are going to be beneficiaries to this theft. The subprime people that are going to get this bailout will be the beneficiaries, but all the rest of us will be the victims of this. Now, look, I don't have a problem with charity. I don't have a problem helping people out if they get into a situation, if something awful has happened in their lives, to, to give them some assistance. I have no objection to that. But what I object to is being forced. I object to the threat. Now, if you have a problem and you need some assistance, ask for it. People will give it to you. You know, somebody has their house burned down. They get coverage on the news. People see they set up a bank fund. People pour money into these things. I mean, people step up when it's time to help another person out. And they do it voluntarily. But the government comes in there and makes demands and makes threats. And if you don't go along with the government's plan, even if you disagree with it, as our earlier caller did, and as a lot of people around the country, a lot of people are very upset about this. They're making a lot of noise. I don't know if anything's really going to come out of it, but people are pretty upset about it. You shouldn't be forced to go along with this. 800-259-9231. Let's continue. And we'll talk to Rich, listening in North Carolina. Rich, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hello, gang. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I called before your show ever started because I have a book that has it has a, a chapter in there that 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 all liberty-oriented people will appreciate. Okay, and what's it's this ama- book? It's amazing how it fits in with everything you've talked about. It's a book by Tom Cale, that's K uh, C A H I L L, and it's called Pecked to Death by Ducks. It's one of those books where the title has nothing to do with the subject. Anyway, uh, this Tom Cale is a reporter. He's traveled all over the world, and each chapter is basically an essay from different parts of the world. What really got my attention was a chapter where he was in South America. I can't remember where, I'm sorry to say, but he was visiting a, a, a village or a small town, and he noticed that there were no police Hmm. And he asked the locals, well, don't you miss having police here for your protection? And the response was unanimous and vehement. Are you kidding? Hmm. Everybody knows that where there are police, there is crime. They went on to say that the fear of ostracism is enough to keep people in line and to keep people uh, being good neighbors. Awesome. What was the book called again? Peck, peck to death by to death by ducks. And the author? Uh, Tom Cahill. C a h i l l. Good stuff, Rick. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Rich. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And thanks for your patience. More on the way. You can bring up what you want. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Yeah. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. And as always, you can bring up whatever you want. That is the point of the show. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on that list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. AdamEve.com has a special offer for you. Go to AdamEve.com and get 50% off of one item when you type in FTL at the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. 50% 50% off with offer code FTL at AdamEve.com. What do they have at AdamEve.com? Well, it isn't apples and fig leaves. Go check it out, AdamEve.com. All right, let's continue with your phone calls about what you want. Ladies first, to Debbie in Florida, listening to WFLA in Tampa. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight, Debbie? Well, I'm calling about the uh, lady that's piercing the cast. Yes, how do you feel about that? I, well, I have a couple thoughts on it. I was raised on a farm in Wisconsin. And to me, um, dogs and cats and birds and their different domesticated animals are a little different than uh, animals in the wild. And I think deserve to be, all the animals need to be uh, treated with respect. I don't think this lady should be put in jail or anything, but I think there should be a line drawn when you're doing something that's hurtful or harmful to the animal or, you know, somebody beating their dog, I don't think they have a right to do that. I don't know whether that should really be the police. Um, down here we have the Humane Society, and they get involved in issues like that. I think there's too many weirdos out there that don't really care what their neighbor thinks about what they do, that that would necessarily change what they, how they behave. I think that's always going to be the case for some people, but they might care if their boss thinks uh, negatively about how they behave. They might care if uh, their family thinks negatively of it. They, they, there may be some people out there that they care about what they think. Right, that's true. It's like down here, you, know, you hear the puppy mills and, and, you know, the whole family's involved of how they treat these animals. And, um, you know, the, there is enforcement that steps in. So I don't know truly what the answer is there, but I think that somebody has to do something. I don't think that should be really allowed. I think it should be up to the individual to decide what they do in response to somebody abusing their animals. I don't think that uh, the police should be brought in at any point. It doesn't sound like you're too comfortable with that either. No, I don't know that that should be because sometimes they get you know things all wrong. But oh, yeah. I, you know, um, I, I think like here we have the Humane Society, which does get involved and does uh, look to see if the animals are truly being abused or yeah, not. Yeah, I, I for one would would su- far better support rescuing the animals rather than yeah. punishing the owner. Well, up up here we have the SPCA um, who gets involved, but they have the backing of the police departments. For instance, a, a friend of mine had uh, some guy from the SPCA come to his you know knock on his door and said, "I'm going to inspect your horse." you know your horse containing apparatus now and the guy's like uh, uh no you're not who are you right and so then he called well, thing, the law my thing with this lady is i don't know that she should be allowed to do it i find it a bit odd like i don't really think the cat said oh hey geez i really really like some diamond studs today yeah you know how about it this is more about the human than it is about the animal and i think it's unnecessary and the thing would be is i could see this 
continuing to, again, some people out there who think it's cool, and the next thing, private parts are being pierced, and there's actually damage being done to the animal. Do you think it's okay to circumcise your uh, young son? (laughs) It's a fair question. Boy, that's a a touchy issue. Um, You know, I'm kind of back and forth on that, only because at one time I did only because of medical reasons. But then there's been some evidence that says that that's not really the case. Yeah, it's Is not really the case. Is dog being abused, lady? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Debbie, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a particularly relevant point, Mark. It is. Uh, the issue of male circumcision is... I uh, prefer to call it male um, genital mutilation. Genital mutilation. Thank you. Yeah, because it goes on all over this country. Absolutely. It's commonly and accepted. You, if you look at circumcision, it, was, uh, it, it, it has been... It has been the treatment for so many diseases throughout the years that, uh, you know, it's amazing. It's It's been the treatment for more diseases than anything ever. It's, it was uh, Kellogg and Graham who pushed this back in the uh, late 1800s, around the time of the Civil War, they yes, got into it. Yes, it's that Kellogg and that Graham. Yes, that Graham crackers and Kellogg's cereal. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I feel that the cereal has anything to do with uh, circumcision at this point. But I don't know. They're still pretty Puritan pulling their sponsorship of Michael Phelps over a bong rip. Eh, I, I'm with you on that. Um, however, the, the the whole circumcision thing at that time was supposed to stop guys from masturbating. I, I can tell you, it didn't, didn't work. work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just become very popularized, and it doesn't do anything. Yes, I will admit that there are some bums somewhere that get some infection. But if you keep yourself clean on a regular basis, yeah. like Mama taught you to, you'll be okay. And... The, the the whole idea of cutting off bits that are supposed to be there just for kicks and uh, aesthetics, well, hey, what's the difference in piercing the cat's ears? I would say that circumcision is more violent than a piercing. I mean, circumcision is a pretty bloody affair, from what I understand. There have been people that have been have successfully sued the doctors that performed the really? circumcision. Yep. And people that have sued their parents successfully for it. Yeah. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, when you uh, you know advocate your son or grandson get the, the circumcision. You could be sued. I'm not going to sue my parents over it, because uh, that would be really tacky. But I certainly don't appreciate what they did. I would have liked to have been able to make the choice on my own. 800 If it's okay to circumcise little boys, is it okay to circumcise little go- girls? They do it in some countries. They cut off the labia menorah and the clitoris. Yeah, if it's if it's not okay to do that to girls, but it is okay to do it to boys, why? It's both mutilating your child. It's both cutting off pieces of your children. I think it's sick, personally. We continue here, and we go to... It's an institutionalized sickness. It's a sickness that people have accepted as somehow good. Let's talk to Kurt in Michigan. Kurt, you are on the amp line. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? What's on your mind tonight, Kurt? I wanted to respond to an email from uh, Marco in Juarez, yes. where he asked Last about night. what he would, what what would be some of the possible answers when people say that you have no right to complain if you do not vote. Oh yes, a common common occurrence. You'll hear people saying, "Well, you can't say anything because you didn't vote." Yeah, they heard that on TV, so what they repeat res- it. What would your response be? Well, 
I think it's quite the other way around. I think that if you do vote, you can't complain because you've consented to the rule by voting. I have not consented to being ruled in not voting, so therefore I can complain about the rules you foist upon I think me. your position is as asinine as theirs is, Kurt, because <laughs> I don't think that there's in any way any consent involved in the voting process. In fact, really? it can't even be proven no. that you voted. If, no, but I'm saying, if, but if you go in there and, and you're you're going there to 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 pick a leader and pick a leader for somebody. That's else not why everyone well. votes. That's not why anybody votes. People vote for the lesser of two evils. Some people They're vote voting be- in self-defense. But some people vote to some pick do. a leader. And in which case that would be. In which case, what you're saying is true. But I, I vote in self-defense. So right. that's like saying the fact that I put my hand up to block a punch coming in is consent to being robbed. Consent to being punched in the face. Yeah. No, it's not. Do you have a response, Kurt? I'll have, I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> Thanks Thank for the call. 800-259-9231. It was a good try, though. 800-259-9231. You bring up anything. The live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live continues in moments. Peter Schiff on the economy. We're broke. This is not just a financial crisis. This is an economic collapse. The government is trying to interfere with the free market. All the government can do is create inflation. The government doesn't have any money. They're going to print it. doesn't matter if you get your money out of the bank, but then you take it to the grocery store and you can't buy anything. We're going to die from the cure, not the disease. The change that we need is less government. It's less interference. We're just going to get more of the same, only worse. Schiffbomb.com, February 21st. Paid for by PEAC PAC. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want if you dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. The number brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site, including the Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. You can see what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are on the updates list we talked about earlier at updates.freetalklive.com, you're going to know when not only we add the next new Shriner, which should be over this weekend, but we're also going to add a new feature to the Shrine of Female Listeners, a new option So we'll tell you about that a little bit later in the updates and probably later this week on the air. In the meantime, we will continue here. SACL CAI does... Uh, collections, uh, excuse me, I ran out of here. Collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customers reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. SACL CAI is the main sponsor of the show, and I would encourage you to do business with them if you can. If you have uh, any kind of accounts receivable problems and like somebody to take care of, care of that for you, SACL CAI. We continue with your phone calls going to Mark, listening in Ohio. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Um, I've been hearing on GNC News Radio here uh, that the National Guard is going to be doing some training in uh, Iowa. They're going from between these two towns, and they're going to be uh, doing some kind of training, but... They're also going to be looking for people's guns in their homes. Really? And, yes. Mark is and, uh, shaking his head here. Mark, what? They're doing the training, but uh, I haven't read anything about them confiscating guns from people. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was hearing. Uh, now, I'm not saying that they will take them, but they would probably be marked saying that's probably uh, where they would 
could go and get them. So do you, you think, do you think a, a story like that will hit the news if it happens? Uh, uh, not at first. It probably won't until uh, people really start uh, uh, putting pressure on them. It may, but not at first. Here's a story that I just I just Googled what you're saying here. According to yeah. AmericanDaily.com in Des Moines, following publicized reports that the Army National Guard was planning a military training exercise on the streets of a rural Iowa town, the commanding officers have called, doc, called off the mock invasion. They had planned a four-day urban military operation in Arcadia, Iowa, population 443, sending troops to take over the town and search door-to-door for a Suspected weapons dealer is what they were allegedly doing, uh, but now they have called it off due to outcry oh, from individuals. I, so. Oh, well, great. A little bit of good news. It but yeah. it's not to say that they won't do something like this in the future, nor is it to say they haven't in the past. And I thank you for calling right. and, and bringing that to our yeah. attention. I thank you, sir. 800-259-9231. The military in the past has done uh, training exercises that they have run within essentially suburban and urban areas. I mean, they have actually done these things. There, are, People have taken video footage of the military, and I, I don't know if it was the National Guard or the Marines or whoever it was. It's probably been all of the above. Uh, but doing these these military maneuvers and operations and uh, training in the streets, in, neighbor, in people's neighborhoods. So when this stuff does happen, it usually doesn't get big publicity nationwide. Usually it's just a story that appears in a local newspaper about, oh, isn't this nice? The military's coming here to train in our little town. And if there isn't enough outcry, then they'll be toting guns and running around in your streets. I think that's a pretty scary situation, and I'm glad he did call to uh, to alert us to that. But it looks like they've canceled it for now, and that's that's kind of good news. I mean, the, the whole idea that the government, who is normally not concerned about their appearances, normally not so concerned about bad public relations, actually went ahead and responded to some level of consumer demand in this case. Mark, how do you feel about that? Well, they they do respond with enough outcry sometimes. Uh, you know, if it if it doesn't uh, benefit them too too much. Um, the case of the bailout uh, just before the election, um, you know, it's, it, to me it was a referendum. Uh, the election itself turned out to be a referendum on this bailout to some extent. But you know, more people contacted their congressman than any other issue in my lifetime. And the vast majority, 99%, some people, uh, some of the Congress people said, were in, in opposition to the bailout. However, they went ahead and voted it through anyway. Even some of the most conservative, well, George Bush wanted it. So, you know, there's these mm-hmm. lockstep Republicans, big government Republicans yeah, out how there. Many like, of the, how many, we talked about the, auto, the housing bailout earlier this hour. How many of the Republicans that are so upset about this housing bailout, which I'm with them, I'm upset about it too, but how many of them that are so upset about the housing bailout were also upset about the, uh, the Bush bailout of the bankers? I, I just heard, wonder. I heard one uh, local host uh, here that's a Republican say, well, I guess we needed it. Which, because, which one? Uh, it was Cynthia. Um, no, but which bailout? The ba- that, that bailout. Uh, the banker the previous, one? The, the, bank, the, the previous one, yeah. uh, the one prior to the election. I don't know. There's, there's so many bailouts, and right. I don't even know what number to call it's them true. all. That's um, uh, you know, true. And, and on top of it, the Federal Reserve is introducing a trillion dollars into the, uh, um, to the banks that you don't even get to hear about. Nobody votes on. Mm. So um, you know, the, the fact is that as long as they agree with the party, they'll just accept it. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live. Paula? Hi. I was hey. just listening to y'all, and uh, I'm going to tell you something. I think the reason they, they count, you know, got this thing stopped, 
40-something states now have gone to their own sovereignty. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. No. Nope. Yep, In fact, the, the claim, the claim yes, that 20 is. states... It is, <laughs> it is true. I've talked to too many people, and they said it is true. All well, right. it is all over the anyway, internet, Florida Paul. Is well, yeah. the, Florida's in the process of getting it done right now. Sure they are. They are. What does it you mean know, when you say the they claimed done. sovereignty? What does it you know, mean? We've already got the bill done, and they're getting ready to vote on it. Paula, let's get the details here. What are okay. you, you're, you're claiming that these I've states... I've talked to the House of Representatives. Paula. I've talked to the representatives themselves, and they've already got the bill okay. done, and they're going to vote on it. It's okay. I see where you're coming from. But let's get but, a little detail out of you. If you know okay. the answer to this question, I'd like to hear it. And the okay. question is, when you say they have claimed sovereignty for themselves, what do yeah. you mean by that specifically? Okay. Go Just give me, In give the me Florida. Constitution, it says when the government goes against the people... Okay, we can go to back to our own sovereignty, and that's exactly what – at first it was 21 states, and now it's 40-something states, and it's almost completely done. Right. I see where you're coming from. You didn't answer my question, Paula. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to you know, be uh, pushy mm-hmm. here, but I'm yeah. just curious as to what you, yeah. m- what you mean when you say sovereignty. Okay, we're going back. We're going to have our own government. We're going to uh, have um, – Are you talking our, about our- secession? Yeah. Are you saying Florida? <laughs> Florida is going to okay, secede? It's only us. It's only us. It's 40-something no. states already. Okay, we've got WFTL and WFLA listeners listening tonight, and I yeah. don't think anyway, they're going to corroborate your story at all. We should have done this a long all. time ago. We should have done this a long time ago. I agree with ago. you. If it was being done, I'd agree it's with your statement. It is being done. All right, we'll see. Okay, I hope Jordan's I hope I have done. to eat my words, there was Paula. A whole list. They had the whole list on the power. They had the whole list on Alex's yeah. program. Yeah, N- neither are credible. Our store, uh, our yeah, show is incredible. I mean, come on. Got, it's way, talk radio, I, I've been, Paula. I've been working with the state of Florida, and we are getting it done. All right. Matter of fact, I hope you prove me now, wrong, but I don't well, believe let me, you. Let me say something. There's talk yes. now of us starting our own, um, our own currency. We Great. See, every, every state has gold. The Florida, Florida sunshine. Florida does have gold also. And, <laughs> I've heard they, sunshine dollars aren't worth as much as regular dollars. Well, all I'm saying is that we're going <laughs> to back our, our, our currency. All right, okay? Paula. It all sounds very exciting to me. I hope it you're is, right. Honey, everybody's wanting it. Call me cynical. Call me jaded. But I just, uh, you know, call us back when it actually happens. They're okay. Gonna, they're gonna, okay. Gonna, Thanks, Paula. They're going to back it with uh, orange orange uh, juice futures and uh, phosphorus. <laughs> actually, Florida, um, a huge beef state. Um, people don't. It's not that recognized right? for that. I didn't but, know uh, that. It really is. Um, I property. was born and raised there, and I never heard that. Yep. Sorry. You know what always bothered me about Citrus County and Manatee County? Lots of citrus trees in Manatee, in, County? In Manatee County. As a matter of fact, it's home of Tropicana, uh-huh. um, but no manatees, really. There's the manatee in the, the Snooty Aquarium. Yeah, and yeah. Um, the problem with Citrus County is there's really no citrus trees in Citrus County, from what I've heard, but lots hmm. of manatees. Why don't they switch the names? It's baffling, Mark. Baffling. Florida, it's a strange place. So, I don't believe Paula. I think that she's getting some misinformation. Uh, she's listening to talk radio to get her news information, and I don't suggest that as a, a viable option if you want to get accurate information. I think you should uh, question everything that you hear, even if it's coming from your favorite talk show. You should question it. And as far as Florida being a likely state to secede, come on. There are there are so many statists in Florida, so many uh, New Yorkers, for instance, that moved down there and brought their status ways with them. Statism and the big government is quite entrenched in Florida, and I doubt they would want to get away from their federal brethren. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. 
show is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com, all the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You know Amazon. They're the world's largest Internet retailer with dozens of categories in which you can shop. Uh, Plus, you can even buy used items, so if you need to save a few extra bucks, go the used route, and we'll still get a cut whenever you enter Amazon through amazon.freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls about whatever you want going to James, listening in Texas. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, James. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, I just had heard on the Alex Jones show, um, this is talking about that slippery slope with the animal rights. Um, they were talking about giving the states um, the right to sue for land for endangered animals. I just wanted to see what you thought about that. The right to sue had... for land for endangered animals. I'm not sure you... Yeah, so the... So the lawyers would sue on behalf of the animals and signed by the state. And then, you know, they can say, oh, this land here, we're going to declare it, um, you know, where you can't build and stuff because we're going to set it aside for endangered animals and and we're going to... Aren't they already doing that? Well, yeah, and they were taking it to the next level or something like that. I just wanted to bring that up, you know, because I didn't think anybody talked about it. And it was just kind of like that slippery slope you're talking about. I mean, you give them an inch, and and they'll take take a mile. And then they'll take five more. Thanks for the call. This is uh, to to illustrate how, in fact, the Endangered Species Act uh, endangers animals more. When I was uh, looking to build in Florida, down uh, somewhere in the Venice, uh, Florida area, we were told if you find a scrub jay on the property, shoot it immediately and bury the body, because mm-hmm. apparently this scrub jay—I don't know—I I didn't research it, um, but that's what we were told in looking. Um, the, the scrub jay—if you find one on the property, it's endangered somehow, and I don't know how the scrub jay differs from the blue jay, because there's certainly no shortage of blue jays down there. Um, that you know, this—if you see this this little animal on the land, you're not going to be able to build there at all. And it's true of the spotted owl up in uh, Washington State and Oregon State, and apparently they're not that darn endangered either. Uh, talking to somebody who uh, you know was out there surveying, they're like, "Man, sure didn't seem endangered to me." They—it's outrageous. All over the place. I mean, the whole concept there is that your property is not your own, and it's not. The state owns your property. So you kind of lease it as a property owner. You get the you get primary rights after the state, and it's, they'll allow you to use it when they want you to, and in the ways they approve of. It's, it's really disgusting. very similar to uh, how the feudal system was set up. I mean, uh, essentially, you have to pay a, uh, a, a, a an amount to the uh, uh, master. Yeah, the amount to the the, the lord of the land there mm-hmm. every year, and then the feudal the serfs had to come up with the you know a certain amount of uh, food to. to you know, to give over, they they grew grain or whatever, and so they gave some to the 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 lord of the manor in order to protect them, and that's very similar to what we have going here. You don't have a choice. Suppose I want to protect myself. Thanks very much. You'll I guess be harmed. you're harmed. I guess you're not free. 
Mm. Well, you know, we've actually been talking about this on a local talk show here in Keene, New Hampshire. They have this uh, Saturday morning show called Talk Back, and I, myself and a number of other liberty-minded people make a point of calling in there with a pro-liberty viewpoint. We've been talking about government aggression and government violence and pointing out and then attempting to get them to see, these politicians, to get them to see the violence inherent in the system that they support. And, of course, you know, cognitive dissonance kicks in for them, and they don't want to see it. Uh, Cynthia, a very nice, uh, nice older lady that hosts the show, I like her on a personal very, basis. Very pleasant. Uh, she and tolerant. She does not want to see the violence. However, she doesn't want to admit that it would happen. And so she, I asked her if she believed that if somebody didn't pay property taxes, that they would be thrown out of their home. And while she did admit that the house would probably be uh, sent to a tax sale, she didn't want to admit that it would happen to somebody who was still living in the home. She didn't want to draw... She's she's seen the city do tax sales on houses where people have died, for instance, right. but she's never seen anybody get kicked out. And that's because eventually, after the city sends enough threatening letters, everybody pays up. Right. So, so if, if a guy comes up to you and robs you with a gun, but doesn't shoot you were you not in danger of being shot i mean apparently please. that's not violence in in her world and uh, we're trying to get them to understand this and it's an interesting process you can listen in at freekeen.com listen to the audio files from the talkbacks all right let's continue with your calls ladies and we go to susan in virginia listening to wchv hello susan hi how are you guys hey what's on your mind tonight hey have you heard what's happening out of oklahoma with the 10th uh, regard to the 10th amendment Yes. Actually, um, there's uh, there's eight states that uh, are passing resolutions. Uh, they're looking to pass resolutions. I shouldn't say like it's actually happened. They've uh, put forth resolutions, uh, including New Hampshire, um, H- HCR 6 in New Hampshire. I don't know what the uh, designations are in the rest of the states that are okay. what they call affirming the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. Then... Some guy goes out there and, you know, writes some stuff that says essentially that there are 20 states doing it, and he's being very liberal with the truth, as it were. He's stretching it. There's definitely eight states doing these uh, these, these affirmations of the Ninth and Tenth I question Amendment. that. Uh, I have an insider email from somebody who I cannot cite, but somebody who kind of knows things about inside uh, what's happening in D.C., and it's my understanding that there are only a handful of states, so there's not even eight of them. I can well, tell I you, I'm sorry. I can I tell you New Hampshire's one. Oklahoma did do it, and they, um, let's see, it's uh, House Joint Resolution 1003, uh, which expresses the sovereignty of the state of Oklahoma and clearly calls for an end to unconstitutional federal government mandates. Um, Representative Charles Key of Oklahoma City uh, is the sponsor of the bill. And uh, so, I think it's great news. I just think it's great, and I think we just need to get the word out. And I actually sent a letter to my representative in Richmond, just, you know, state, uh, but I was kind of disappointed in the fact that, you know, who do we get to to run with these? I mean, his response to me was saying, you know, when we study constitutional law in law school, we do study the Tenth Amendment. What we learn is that regardless of the original intent of our founding fathers, the courts have been less and less willing to give force to its words, meaning the courts aren't gonna, going to enforce it at all. And then he says he believes the only realistic way to reinvigorate the Tenth Amendment is to elect federal officials who are more interested in following the Constitution. He's just than a statist. I mean, that's you're just dealing with somebody who's making excuses for being a coward and for supporting the state. That's all that guy is. Uh, I mean, he's if he's not interested in the concept of uh, withdrawing from the union, if he's not interested in secession, you're not going to get anything out of him. And it sounds to me like he's just making excuses for the federal government, which is what most people will do. Most of these state representatives will make excuses for the feds, even if they personally don't really like the feds, because the feds are. Fe- 
feeding them millions of dollars. There are lots of money coming into the state governments from the federal government, even though the logic, of course, would be that if you withdrew from the union, then your state citizens would have a whole lot more money in their hands with which you could then... Rob them. You could rob them of it, (laughs) which is what the states do. But they don't see it that way. They see the money coming in from the feds, and they don't want that money to stop. And so they're going to defend the feds to the very bitter, bitter end, Susan. Well, I just... You know, it'd be nice just to have, I'm not a lawyer or anything, but it'd be nice to have somebody, you know, from all the states really attack this and say, you guys can't just keep doing this. Uh, here's just one other thing. I agree. I but before you go on, Susan, um, with something new, I want to talk to you about uh, um, what you've just been talking about there. And I was thinking okay. about it today. And what concerns me about this is, do you remember back in, uh, I think it was, I think it was the, especially the 2004 election, when it was, it was rather close with, between Bush and Kerry, and essentially you heard people say, I'm leaving America if Bush wins, or we're going to secede <laughs> out here in Oregon. Do you remember? And Vermont right. and things like that. Right. Do you remember that? So uh-huh. um, my question is, is, is this just, Republican sour grapes for the loss of the presidential election in 2008, which is essentially doing the same thing as what the Democrats were doing, because it seemed ludicrous to me when the Democrats were doing it. I'm like, screw them. I don't care. Um, but, and, and I like the idea of affirming the Ninth and the Tenth Amendments. However, I have been lied to by the Republicans in the past. They told me that George Bush was for small government. That's what Rush Limbaugh said. And then it turns out George Bush grew the, the government more than, like, you know, most presidents uh, in the last half century um so i totally agree with you yeah yeah like i i I don't just i don't trust any of these people i I, yeah i don't trust anybody in washington i think we need to get rid of all of them truthfully except for you know i don't know maybe ron paul but yeah i'm with um, you there susan any other thoughts for us tonight um but i just think we need to get the word out i think right now people are getting more and more upset because of what's happening and just just the the downgrading of our, our country, and especially because of what Obama's doing. Uh, my other comment is there is something called the Southern National Congress. Mm-hmm. It was convened in December. It's uh, made up of a number of southern states, and um, you can link to them at www.southernnationalcongress.org. And, uh, you know, this is another group where uh, actually I've, I've spoken to the chairman. He lives here in Charlottesville, and, you know, they're looking at. You know, getting the states together and going to the federal government and saying, hey, you can't do this to us. And, yes, possibly, you know, a talk of secession in the, the next South's going to do years. it again. I hope they do. I thank you, I Susan, <laughs> for the call tonight. 800-259-9231 is the just sickle. A, just a, a tip. If you're going to secede, don't secede in a group in the South. And don't fire on the fort. Don't shoot the fort. Hour three is coming sake. up. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching at hour number three of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, we continue here with your phone calls about whatever you want. Talking first to Jack, listening to WFLA in Florida. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. 
Hi there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Say, I noticed all these rich people are complaining about the sliver in their foot like it's a gunshot wound to the chest with all this. Uh, finally, the middle class is getting to subsidize a little off the wealthy instead of the other way around. What do you think? Are you referring to the housing bailout, sir? Just everything. I mean, it's like if the rich don't get to live off the fat of the working class and the tables are turned even a little bit, they scream and holler like they just got a gunshot wound when it's no bigger than a splinter in their foot. Don't you mean the bourgeoisie? I mean the working class. No, the proletariat, right? Well, you know, America is just a sugar-coated Soviet Union. I agree with you. Do you like that? No, I don't. Okay, what so would you you'd like, like to see? You'd like to see people be free to conduct business in the way they'd like? I think a person should be able to go into the wilderness and build a log cabin and say, screw everything, and be allowed to live there. Do you think a person but should be able to live, uh, you know, right there in, is it Tampa? Tampa. Um, and and uh, tell everybody that, screw it, I don't want to, um, you know, be involved in your system right there on their own property? Well, you know, you pretend to be a, a libertarian type of person, but it, <laughs> it, given the station you're on and given the lay of the radio talk show land, if you weren't a card-carrying member of the CIA, you wouldn't be on the air. Wow, that's quite an allegation. How much is my check annually? I wish I knew. I'm so sophisticated. I'm not like the average bourgeoisie out there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I can assure you I am not on the CIA payroll. <laughs> well, he's you know, not going to believe Wal you. Look, Barbara hey. Walters and Barbara Walters is CIA. Okay. I, I don't, I don't, I, so, I don't believe or disbelieve so you. I don't you, know Barbara Walters. You I, don't I mean, believe. That, Hold on a second, one, dude. That's that just you, one of a thousand. J Jack, hang on a second. You're telling me that you don't believe there's a possibility that two uh, two guys from the Sarasota area in Florida, that's where both Mark and I were born. You can go look up the birth records if you want to. The two guys from the very same area that you come from managed to actually successfully launch their own syndicated radio show and eventually, after a number of years, finally get cleared on WFLA in Tampa. You don't believe that that's possible without the assistance of the CIA? Well, how do you explain when that guy comes on that, with that story that could change the world, you'd always cut him off and belittle him? What are you talking about? Oh, the, uh, oh, this is about you're the John awesome. Lennon murder. Awesome. Is this Steve Lightfoot? Is this the John Lennon murder. This, is this Steve, Steve Lightfoot? Steve, we saw your video. It was awesome. I think you are a hero, Steve. Is this Steve? <laughs> Steve? I'm here. Come on, okay, man. This is Steve. So you you actually made national, uh, if not international news this week. You're the Lennon murder truth guy, and we've not cut you off. You've been on our show several times, and you're here again. Are you talking uh, about this talk news when I was making a fool of myself at the city council? I don't know if you were making well, a fool on, of I mean, yourself. Come you know, on. What, what what's a guy going to do if a guy has... Now, let's assume that what you're saying is true. I, I, don't, I, I don't believe it for a second. However, let's assume... Um, what's a guy going to do if he has information that, uh, you know... That, Shows that, that Stephen King murdered John Lennon. Groundbreaking information. I mean, what are you supposed to do? I think you did, you know, something reasonable. Well, you, you, you can't take it to the city or the state of New York because they're all corrupt. That's why they were picked to kill Lennon. You can't take it to the media because they're all corrupt. They're not going to tell the world. And you can't even take it to the people because they're so ashamed of their cowardliness that they, as a, as a guilt reflex, they have to belittle the messenger and make fun of them the way a cheating spouse will belittle their spouse because they know they're cheating on them. Steve, i got to ask, did you check your website statistics after this week? I mean, you must have a tremendous amount of hits on your, uh, your website. What is it, LennonMurderTruth.com? It's never been busier, and I've been doing this for like... Now, come on. What kind of CIA agents would give you this kind of coverage with no charge? Three times now. Well, I have now. to admit, 
but but sometimes you know it depends what kind of mood you're in. And I mean, if if you were really wanting to break some ground, you'd say, hey, Steve. You deserve an hour. Let's let let's no, play you're out of your mind. No way. That's not what the show's <laughs> about, more, anyway, more, Steve. More, more the show is about did. the show. This show is about taking people's calls about virtually anything. And I thank you for the call tonight. And good luck with your crusade out there. For those that don't know, Steve, uh, his name is Steve Lightfoot. He went into the Sarasota County or the Sar- city, city of Sarasota, rather, uh, commission Where Stephen meeting. King doesn't live. Well, Stephen King has a part-time house down in KC Key, which is in Sarasota County. Right. So, I can see the confusion. So he went in there with signs about uh, how he believes that Stephen King, the author, murdered John Lennon, the singer. And he went in there, and apparently it's one of those things where they have the public section of the count, the council meeting, and they allow the public to come up and have a, a three-minute period with which to speak to the council. And he began speaking about the, uh, the his allegations, and of course the mayor got very upset about it. It and she did not want him to continue because she claimed it didn't have anything to do with the city of Sarasota. And that might have been a legitimate claim, but I think Steve had a good response to that, and that is that, you know, this this guy lives within the vicinity, and he could be shopping, for instance, in uh, the city of Sarasota. So they should be concerned with uh, with a, mur- a potential murderer walking, uh, uh, somebody who's allegedly a murderer walking around. And they didn't but, let him finish his uh, his thing. He's supposed to have three minutes as a member of the public, you know, and they wouldn't let him talk. I and think it's, it's as long as these, uh, you know, officious pe- politicians are going to be stealing your money, they should at the very least give you your three stinking minutes in front of the city council. Yeah to ramble on like a madman if that's what you wish to do. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. He doesn't sound like a madman when he, he talks doesn't. He, he, he didn't the, really on the video until he starts talking about the how he got the information out of headlines from different magazines. I like it when he like says that. that 50% of California knows him. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an the awesome man, The man claim. knows how to self-promote, i got to yeah. say. Uh, absolutely. He's... Uh, he's, uh, he's you can talk to him. He makes coherent sentences. And who knows? Maybe he's right. Maybe yeah, Stephen I mean, King did kill I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the time to research it. I, I, it's I, not I, that interesting right, to me. You know, a murder that's that old does, right. certainly doesn't, uh, doesn't interest me at all. But and maybe Stephen King is a different person today is, uh, than he was back then. But as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, these politicians should have to sit, sit through your mad ramblings if they're going to take by force your yeah. property taxes. I agree. We continue with your phone calls about what you want. And so we go to Mark listening to WS. SCFM in South Carolina. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, first of all, um, what did Putin first of all do when he became the, you know, you know basically the, the huh? leader of Russia? The president of Russia. What did Putin do? Yeah, he, he wanted to stop media communications on what he didn't like. Mm. And did he? Was he successful at that? I don't recall. He's been pretty much successful. He's going to be prime minister, you know, for permanent dictator 2012, it looks like. All right. So where are you going with this? Well, I'm going with I don't like the way your commercial in my local area comes on about you. I mean, I like your show, but um, this guy is talking about how you say you're not a slave to the government if you don't pay your property tax. And it's like y'all start laughing at him. But he's just saying, you know, if you, even if you got your place paid off, you don't pay them property tax. Let's see if you get that stimulus. Why did we? Like, what do you? No, no. You, you, you misunderstood the promo. You must have misunderstood the promo. What the gentleman was saying, and this has been months ago, but uh, you're hearing uh, a promo. I know. That- I, I hear it every morning. I laugh at it every time I hear it. I'm just like. Yeah. But the I guy's see where saying the guy's going at, but um, the guy's saying that you're responsible for paying your property taxes because the government owns your land that you don't own yeah. your land that the government does. We're not laughing yeah. at that. That's yeah. the truth. That's, that's what I'm saying. You you don't pay your property tax. Let's see if you get a little stimulus um, exception there. They're not going to stimulus anything if you don't pay your property taxes. They're going to come I'm throw saying. you out of your that's house. Easy. 
That's what I'm saying. But that's, well, I'm that's agreeing with you. Why? Why would you agreeing. suggest we would laugh about that, sir? That's I absolutely mean, I, serious. I, I, I hate the government as much as y'all do. But, All right. Um, so where, why? When it I, comes to the property tax, I just think he's saying, you know, you don't pay your property tax, you're going to lose your car, you're going to lose your house, or whatever you had you've already paid off. That's why we need a fair tax doctrine. Fair tax. And all of a sudden, I don't hear nothing about fair tax. That's right, fair tax. Well, we actually had the fair tax people on this show for like an hour and a half. You can get the, I can download that archive at guests.freetalklive.com. But the fair tax is just another tax. I mean, the whole idea that you can call any taxes fair is pretty absurd, don't you think? It is, but if you got more money to keep, you know, if you're if you're willing to save what you make and do what you need to do, you're well off. Otherwise, right. you you're like you're weak to going out to Walmart or to mall. How about we just have no taxes? Debt, you know? Why don't we just have no taxes? How about that instead? Uh, you, need, you need a little tax Why? to fix the roads. So you're saying you have to coerce you people? You have to threaten them with violence in order to get the roads uh, fixed? I, I, Come I'm on. Saying it's gotta be like, I'm saying it's got to be like a marriage. It doesn't have to be that way. Know, no, it doesn't. And it's marriage is voluntary, by the way. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams, broadband version, dial-up, and webcam versions, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. You know email's not secure, but hey, privacy's dead anyway, right? Well, wrong. Introducing PrivacyHarbor.com, an easy-to-use, secure email alternative that's guaranteed. Sign up for a free free account today at PrivacyHarbor.com because normal email is not secure. That's PrivacyHarbor.com. Continuing with your phone calls about what you want, we go to Charleston where Phil is listening to WSC-FM. Hello, Phil. Phil? Yes, good evening. You're on the air. Thank you very much. Um, when they were counting the stimulus package, uh, I had a great idea as to how the government could actually implement a package that would actually stimulate the economy and um, wouldn't cost anything to implement. All they would have to do is suspend one quarter's worth of taxes to every taxpayer in the country, and um, all that money would be left to go back into... The system. That's a People lovely idea, but they will never do it because then it would affect their precious programs and pensions. Well, but what happened is if they did, if they ever did it, and the average worker got an entire paycheck without anything deducted, and finally realized how much was being squeezed out of them, mm-hmm. then uh, they'd never go back. They didn't, they'd never allow the government to do it to them anymore. I, I love what you're saying, man. I just It's just never going to happen. I think we're going to see secession before anything like that ever occurs at a federal level. Yeah, well, you know, the gentleman that called uh, earlier about uh, the conspiracy theorist, uh, we live in a country where even our Secret Service can't keep a secret. I don't know how uh, conspiracies work. <laughs> Brilliant point, sir. Anything else on your mind tonight? 
No, thanks. I thanks. appreciate it. Thanks for your time. I, I agree that uh, you know some conspiracy theories out there that require a great deal of intervention from the government. These are the same people that can't keep drugs out of their own prisons. How in the world could they, you know, pull off some <laughs> horrible event like, say, bringing down the twin towers and yeah. 9/11, including Building Seven, flying an airplane into the Pentagon, all with this huge cabal of people, including fighter pilots and uh, you know air traffic control. Some of them have uh, you know postulated uh, holographic images of planes. The, Ludicrous. I, it's all it's all nuts. However, a conspiracy theory like the Federal Reserve being created and foisted upon the American people that one's right out in the open. Everybody knows what's Pretty going clear. on there. If they if they look even dig uh, uh, just beyond the surface, you can come to understand what they did there. And that was a brilliant. That was probably the best scam ever invented. All right, we continue. Well, actually, I guess government's probably the best scam ever invented. It's just so widely proliferated and so believed in by its victims. The Stockholm Syndrome, it's so widespread as a result of it. That's got to be the best scam ever. Government. All right, we continue with your calls. And we go to the amp line where Jim is on the line in Rhode Island. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, You guys are kind of leading in right into what I wanted to talk to. But first I want to comment on, I heard, um, I heard, Ann, I heard you call into that Saturday local Keen talk show. Yes. And I heard you commenting on that uh, a little bit earlier and I want to say, I, I think the uh, host on that show, I think her name was Cynthia, was mm-hmm. it? Uh, I really think that she gets your point, and I really think she wants to admit, but she just won't, just for the sake of the show, just for the sake of people calling in. Well, it, it she, she said to today she she prefers to go along to get along. Yes. So I think she gets the point, but she doesn't. She's so one many of those people, people do. That, who would never want to rock the boat. That's where Cynthia right. is coming from. And I understand that position. I understand that. I mean, to rock the boat means to put something at risk, and most people are risk-averse. The government education or indoctrination system teaches people to be risk-averse, and if you don't ever take a risk, you can't really ever get ahead. That's right, yeah. But uh, I really wanted to call and comment on uh, the ridiculousness of uh, Obama's economic policy. Okay. Um, only, only because I saw a new headline, and, um, you, you know, but, um Obama has uh, openly um, supported the Bush TARP bailout. He's, you know, come out with this ridiculous $780 billion stimulus package that really doesn't stimulate much. And um, I'm kind of a free market believer. I, I really don't think that any person or persons are smart enough in this world to um, control market mechanisms to, to you know, try and create, um, to correct the market, to take the risk out. I think it's like an impossibility, but... I agree. You'd, you'd have to have too much. Um, in, you'd have to have a whole bunch of information coming at you um, to be able to predict these things. Because you know, when you try to control them, it's the government that controls them, and the government isn't motivated in the same way that the marketplace it's is. It's not even listening to that information. Right. It's not it's, even seeing those market it signals. It doesn't care. So, um, you know, for instance, uh, you know, people people uh, deciding whether or not uh, you know certain safety mechanisms should be or should not be in place in in their particular business. Some businesses it makes sense for, some it doesn't. You know, that's their decision. As for to government, it's all or you're, you're in trouble. You either obey well, or you are getting hurt. I don't care if you're in the government. I don't care if you're, you're Warren Buffett, if you're the head of the Federal Reserve. I just don't think it's possible. And, you know, we, have, we already have the talk. We have the car companies back with the second bailout. We already have talk of the TARP 2, talk of the stimulus 2. And apparently we can have our cake and eat it, too, because I go to open up my email here on Yahoo, and the front headline, Obama's official says that he's going to cut in half the budget deficit. 
for in his first four years <laughs> in office. Now, do you know what that oh. do you know what that means? The people confuse the debt the debt and the deficit. That yes, means I know that what that means, but he, it's still not going to happen. Right. He he wants to go into the hole half as much as we're going into the hole every year now. Because yeah. the deficit right. is just how much money we add to the debt annually in principle. Mm-hmm. Um, the debt goes up well, uh, you know, in interest it, also. But it's, it's still not going to happen because the argument in the article is he's saying, well, look at all this money we're going to save by uh, pulling the troops out of Iraq, which he's not even sure he could still do. He, he the, you know, every media article you read is totally different uh, talking about that. But in addition, I, you know, he just he, sent 17,000 troops to Afghanistan. Yeah, so, the guy I mean, is I just another scumbag. I mean, he's just another politician, and I hope that those people that thought he was going to change something are paying close attention to what he does, because it's quite clear. They're not. It's called it's cognitive dissonance. It's the same old, same old. Hey, Jim, thanks for the call tonight, dude. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee on the amp line. Hello, Gene. Well, hi. Before I get started on my uh, topic, I was wondering if maybe you could uh, post your show notes somewhere. You know how you've got the show notes for the week that explain what was on for the archives? Yeah. Is there some way that you could post uh, all of your show notes that go back through the entire history? Maybe that would be a good uh, perk for the amplifier. The show notes, you mean as far as like if you wanted to look back to see 2006, the first week of August, what we were talking about? Right, and that way you could search it too. Like if you were, it's a good idea. What I would suggest you do is get together with some of the other uh, some of the other listeners and put it up on the wiki if it's not already there. There may are they may actually have something like that on the Free Talk Live wiki. I for one, uh, you know, I don't have the time to do something like that. But if the listeners are interested enough, they can do it themselves. It, it was on the wiki, but it hasn't been maintained. And I just thought that you must keep those files somewhere that you post. I mean, you're posting them as a text file or whatever, right? Yeah, I keep them somewhere, but they're on several DVDs distributed. It would take me some uh, some some serious time to do something like that. So, but thank you, Gene. What else were you calling about? Well, uh, we were shopping today at one of these closeout places, one of the places going bankrupt. Yes. And uh, they're going bankrupt left and right. But you remember, I made a prediction. Uh, about how bad this year it's going to be, and it's going to be really, really bad. I want to come back. We'll talk more about it here in a moment. Hang on, Gene. 800-259-9231. I know Circuit City is going out of business. They've got some pretty good prices right now at their closeout sale. More on the way. You can bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. Peter Schiff on the economy. We're broke. This is not just a financial crisis. This is an economic collapse. The government is trying to interfere with the free market. All the government can do is create inflation. The government doesn't have any money. They're going to print it. doesn't matter if you get your money out of the bank, but then you take it to the grocery store and you can't buy anything. We're going to die from the cure, not the disease. The change that we need is less government. It's less interference. We're just going to get more of the same, only worse. Schiffbomb.com, February 21st. Paid for by PEAC PAC. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. This is Free Talk Live, and you can call in about anything. If you dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and as always, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a bulletin board system with over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about there. Uh, Head over to bbs.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. bbs.freetalklive.com. And join us for the upcoming Free State Project Liberty Forum. It's happening in the first weekend, or the first weekend in March, March 5th 
through the 8th in beautiful New Hampshire. Nashua is going to be where it's happening, the Crown Plaza Hotel. It is a liberty-oriented convention unlike anything you've ever attended. It's going to be huge with big-name speakers like Glenn Jacobs. You might know him as WWE's Kane, Mary Ruard from Healing Our World, Mark Stevens from Adventures in Legal Land, and so many more names. We just can't go through the whole list. It's so long. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to get the full list, get the schedule, find out about ordering a la carte tickets. Perhaps you can't make it up for the entire weekend. You just want to come up for a Saturday or a Sunday, you can do all of that at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. We're going to be there broadcasting live for the entire thing, and we look forward to meeting you there and having you uh, experience what it's like to be around hundreds of other people who are like-minded, hundreds of people that get freedom and who are moving here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Some of them are, co- are coming up to sort of scout things out, but a lot of the people that are there are either already in New Hampshire or considering coming here as part of the Free State Project, and it's a really exciting time. We've been to the last two. It's been great. And we'll see you there. Use our discount code for uh, 10% off. The code is 2009FTL. It's 2009FTL. The website, freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. We continue with your calls to Gene, the Christian anarchist. Gene, you were talking about closeout sales, and you said you made a prediction. Can you recap that for us? Yeah, I made a prediction earlier uh, this year about how bad it's going to be because I think that uh, the depression that we're running into is going to be worse than the one in the 30s, and we're going to see a lot of people um, not just without work but without food and without medical care, and uh, it's it's going to be very, very bad, and I, I would expect we're probably going to see uh, things we've never seen anyway. I don't want to get into details, but um, we were at this store. It was a closeout. And the store had just opened less than a year ago. I mean, this is this shows how bad the timing was. It just opened the store, pretty nice clothing store. And we're in there, and they have clothing items that were normally forty dollars for eight dollars. And sweet, uh, yeah, it's a great deal. Except it's depressing. I mean, I just found the entire thing just totally depressing because at realizing of realizing what's going on and how many people are losing their jobs and where we're headed from here. And, uh, you know, like Ron Paul says, if if the government would get their fingers out of the equation and just let things take a natural course, it'd be over in a year or so. But because they keep getting in there and screwing things up, it's going to be uh, 10 or 15 years before we pull out of this. They're just making more of a mess, no doubt about it. um, Gene, so many people don't know what you mean if the government stayed out of it. I mean, I really don't want the government to stay out of it. What I want them to do is shut down the Federal Reserve and actually get out of currency entirely um, and let people trade in, uh, you know, dollars, uh, you know, dollars made out of silver and gold um, or whatever it is that people want to um, trade in. What well, do you that think? would definitely be getting, staying out of it. And yeah. also staying out of it would mean to stop taxing people because I was talking to another guy at Home Depot today about just come April 15th, nobody just pays their taxes. Just say the heck with you guys. We've had enough of you oh, wouldn't that be beautiful? and giving it to the bankers. That, that would, would be, be so gonna, awesome. Unfortunately, it would take courage. see some of that. I hope you're so. I really do. I hope we see some of it as an organized movement instead of just people just randomly here and there just dropping out. I think it would be better with an organized movement, but nonetheless, any of it would be preferable. Thank you, Gene, for the call tonight. And I, I hope that he's wrong about his dire predictions. I hope that uh, things don't get that bad. 
Yeah, I'd, I don't know. I think things are going to turn around, but, uh, you know... The economy's what, pretty strong. I mean, there are still a lot of people out there... Most people that, made it through the Depression with, yeah. you know, that life was very similar to the way it was before the Depression. Uh, you you know, had to I cut mean, back. You had, you had to, uh, had to move cut some back extra people kind of into thing. the house and that kind of thing. That kind of thing. But not much, you know, not much different. They still ate the foods that they would eat, and, you know, maybe maybe they would you know, not get such a rich food and that kind of thing. But I don't see Americans uh, not having cars and not having televisions in their homes and not having cell phones or anything like that. It, I don't see any huge differences. I mean, in my family, yeah, we go out to eat less. I'm not eating uh, sushi and sashimi uh, lunches uh, as mm-hmm. often as I used to. I really do like that. Um, you know, special occasions now, maybe. You know, we're not looking to buy a new car anytime right. soon. Um, you know, cutting back here and there, but that's really what's going on, and I don't think it's going to get much worse than that. I don't know. I hope it doesn't. Is that hoping for success for Obama? I don't think no. so. No, that's just hoping for the marketplace to being able to weather the assault on it from the government people. As we continue here, we talk to Livewire, listening to WFTL in Florida. Livewire, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I'd like to correlate a few different subjects tonight. Sure. Uh, first of all, political satire. It's been known, anyone that knows anything about political satire going back to the past century or so, knows that the caricature of the jackass best represents the Democrat Party. And now one of the newest members of Congress is one of those individuals who his best work to date prior was playing the part of a deranged gorilla on Xanax in a movie called Trading Places, and now this guy is in Congress, uh, so he'll be setting policy for us in the future. How wonderful to know that. Well, people would say the same thing about Reagan, that uh, you know his biggest uh, role was uh, playing with Bonzo on the uh, some movie, Bedtime for Bonzo, right? Reagan also increased the size of government by 69%. That's true, So, uh, but still, the uh, Elephant Party is not really as large as the Democratic Party is now going to be. Uh, in fact, as a new, as of yesterday, uh, executive order enlarging government again. So we're going in the wrong direction still yet. Well, government, that would is, you agree that both parties just grow the government? One party lies about how much they want to grow the government and then the other party does. And, um, and you know, the, 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 the Democrat Party lies about how uh, much they want to help the poor. I mean, would you say that that's the case? Uh, very much so, yeah, particularly uh, on the, the Democrat side again. I, <laughs> you it, like them less, huh? Well, well I, I grew up in Louisiana. I've only been in Florida for two years, and Democrats have controlled that uh, the city of New Orleans and that state, and by large measure still do today. And whatever the problems you were, you've seen there on television over the years, it's because the Democrats have been handling the situation. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I think they're all bad news. I don't put one party above the other. I you think know, that the Republicans were in charge of the federal government for a number of years recently, and they drastically increased the size and scope and intrusiveness of the federal government. I lived down in Florida, was born and raised there, and I know the Republicans are, uh, at least they were in control of Sarasota. I'm pretty sure they were in control of the whole state with old Jeb Bush, and uh, they didn't do anything good for liberty there either, so uh, not, neither of them are worth a, uh, a rat's butt, in my opinion. Right. Any right. other thoughts, I'm sorry? Any other thoughts for us tonight? Yeah, yeah actually, uh, a little bit different subject, but very quick. Uh, the party which I'm a member of, and we're inviting you, voluntarialists and anyone else, Republicans, Democrats, whoever, to join in a new uh, financial boycott of the Kellogg's Corporation. Yes. Uh, they are a bunch of business flakes that don't deserve any money. In fact, they need to be suffering 
financially until they apologize for their mistake and reinstitute Michael Phelps, the world's fastest swimmer. Uh, I happen to swim a lot on a very regular basis, and yep. I'm just totally amazed by that man's capabilities. Yeah, I agree with that. The Marijuana Policy Project has initiated a boycott of Kellogg's products, and there's more information over at their website, Marijuana Policy Project. I believe it's mpp.org. And thank you, Livewire, for the call tonight. Completely with you there. What an asinine, stupid decision on the part of Kellogg's to back out from supporting Michael Phelps, who is... He's just a regular person. I mean, people like to alter their consciousness. A lot of people do, and he's one of them, and he should be able to if he wants to. And there's nothing wrong with what Michael Phelps did. None of your business if he does. Exactly. All right, we continue here, and we go to... Oh, and by the way, there's a Joe Rogan blog that I've I've got. I actually have it in my show prep for tonight, but we just not, we're not going to have time to get to it, where he just excoriates Kellogg's. Uh, he points out that, what the hell are they thinking? After all, I'm, I'm paraphrasing his entire uh, lengthy letter that he wrote to Kellogg's. But after all, who do you think's eating all those sugary candy puff cereals and uh, Pop-Tarts out there? Who do you think a significant custom, uh, portion of their customer base is? Stoners? Stoners! So I hope they feel the burn from this boycott. 800-259-9231. Stoners are crappy boycotters, I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah, that's the problem. That really is the problem. They're crappy at uh, doing any kind of activism. But then again, most people are crappy at doing any kind of activism, so it's not a blight against donors. It's more of a comment toward the entire American people. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, even in these remaining moments. If you're on hold, we will do our best to get to you here. not going to give you the number because there's no point at this point. Phones are loaded up. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com, all the features we give to you. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to help promote the show over at promote.freetalklive.com. Various different ways to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Go get all the details at promote.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your phone calls, we're going to go to, I believe we have John on the line. Uh, John calling from Miami. You're on Free Talk Live. How are you guys doing today? What's on your mind tonight, John? I got a quick question for you. I'm just wondering if you guys believe in somebody being negligent at their job should affect myself. By you not doing your job properly, essentially, should that affect my job and should I be punished for it? I can't see why it should. Well, here's my question then, because I'm pretty sure most of your station, a lot of your stations run in automation or there's somebody there as a sound engineer every week that you don't run in delay and somebody curses on your show, you put all of our jobs at risk. Every week when the show runs in delay, or excuse me, doesn't run if in delay. you don't have a delay and you don't edit your own show and somebody comes on the air and drops an F-bomb or says the S-word or yeah. something like that, it puts us in risk of are you, getting Are you saying you work for a radio jobs. station, John? Is that what you're saying? No, I, have, I happen to be very familiar with the way the radio stations work. I used to work in radio. Okay, and have you ever received an FCC fine notice? Actually, yes, I have. And how did that go for you? What, how did that work out? Not very well. Uh, fleeting expletive, as uh, as uh, defined by the uh, Supreme Court, can't you, a station can't be held liable for that. None of the hosts nope, here. No, a person can. What? Which person but are you referring to? A person can. Okay, which Could person? Be anybody. If you have a sound engineer that didn't hit the dump button in time, and somebody drops an f bomb, no. the station can't no, get fined upon. You're absolutely wrong. 
Sorry, you're mistaken. No, the, you are not a license date holder. On, you are not up to date on this. The um, license holder can be held responsible for it. However, uh, it's it's not likely to happen if the hold on, John. It's not likely to happen if uh, the, the fine is not likely to happen if it was a fleeting expletive and it wasn't done for the purpose of pandering to the lowest common denominator. And on this show, uh, that does not happen. If somebody drops an f bomb or an s bomb, we drop their call and we do not pander to the audience based on that. We don't. Uh, no, I understand. Understand that, yeah. but by it airing in the first place, it puts people in jeopardy. You're it saying, seems like as somebody that defends in jeopardy, freedom, dude. you're not defending anybody's freedom to right to work. Nobody is and in it's jeopardy. Starting dude. to piss me off. The, uh, the it's clear the radio it's stations. It's clear that also that you are completely mistaken on this. Yeah, you have not studied this. I'm idiot. sorry. You're misinformed, and I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Number one, the reality is nobody is operating this show at a radio station. There's no board operator sitting behind a board at any of our affiliates, to my knowledge, running this show. It's all completely automated via satellite, basically. That's what this show is. It's a syndicated radio There's show. Probably, there, there could very well be somebody in the building. There but, could be. But they're not responsible. That, that, that person is probably babysitting you know, four different radio right. stations. They're not responsible for what's going on The only person on the that air. can be held uh, liable in any case is a license holder. And that's the person who owns the station, whether it's Clear Channel or some, right. you know, some guy or something like that. And in our cases, we don't. This show isn't like Howard Stern, and we don't say, nope. "Hey, look, she's got her top off." <laughs> no, we're not talking you know, about TNA. No, nope, we're not, not happening. Uh, and when somebody drops an f bomb, you don't. You know, that's a fleeting expletive, and there's sorry. It just doesn't fall into the, uh, the the pandering to lowest common denominator. Right. If somebody were to drop the F-bomb and then you were to say something like, what'd you say, dude? And give them the chance to say it again or then say it yourself and then repeat it or whatever. If you were yeah. focusing on it as Nonsense. an element of your program or you you know play some sort of skit that has several uh, fl- expletives in it that could not be considered fleeting but instead could be considered uh, preempt or not, not preempted but uh, something that you considered in advance uh, putting into your show, then, yeah, all of that is problematic. I'd, I'd like to thank him, though, for not Dropping the F bomb on the yeah, way. He sounded out. like he was getting pretty upset there, didn't yeah. he? All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So, in the history of this show, in the the you know the handful of times that a naughty word has gone out accidentally right. over the airwaves, no one has been fired ever. What he's probably upset about, and I don't and I don't disagree with him, is that uh, many stations have downsized throughout the years, and they don't have engineers on board to uh, push dump buttons and things like that. And so, therefore, you know, maybe he was an engineer with a, on a dump button one day, and you know, he maybe. got downsized. I can understand why you would dislike that, and I can understand why you would be pissed off as he said but you know sorry man what you're saying ain't true all right we continue with daryl daryl you're on free talk live listening in texas daryl are you there sir daryl going hello. once hello hi you're on the hi, air i was just calling in about how well the government cares for its uh people in their country what um, do you mean? many years ago when i was young my father was in the military uh he chased b-52s around the country and, and worked on them uh, and he got a rare disease from the jet fuel poisoning on his hands and feet. Mm. He was right at the point where he could retire and draw a, a pension. And instead of allowing this to happen, the military uh, gave him a uh, medical discharge, mm. which beat him out of his retirement. God. For years and years, he fought with the government. You have to get their permission to sue him. Of course. And. And for many years, well, for over 44 years, we tried to correct the problem and get his his, his uh, retirement. Well, of course, it, it basically ruined our family. Mm. You know, you, you go from having a job and a secure retirement 
to losing everything, basically. To the stressful situation of being involved in a lawsuit as well. I'm curious, as an aside, how was the VA treating him all, during all of this? Oh, they still they still served him, but there was nothing they could do. I mean, the jet fuel poisoning is a very rare disease. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, ever seen it. No, I just it, took your it word builds, for it. It builds up a callus on your hands and feet, and you have sores on your body. Mm. And he, he tried to get jobs with the military. They wouldn't hire him because he has no fingerprints or no handprints no more, or no footprints or anything Gosh. where they could identify him, basically. So in, in many ways, they ruined his life. Sure and they then did. many years later, he went into a contract job with over in Vietnam for a helicopter mechanic. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the problem we had there, let me think, what was that leading to? Helicopter job, Vietnam. Oh, he was, he's the last surviving uh, defendant on the Agent Orange really? lawsuit out of 44 plaintiffs he's the last surviving one now they have settled it but the government is protesting it there was some hundred and thirty some million dollar settlement uh, that was supposed to have been shared between the 44 people well, so they had they, the settlement was ruled on and the government said we're protesting this so they didn't have to pay out yes yes, yes. And, and they're still waiting Isn't it nice that they get to essentially run their own trials about themselves with their own people and there's total conflict of interest, so obvious, but there's nothing you can do about it, right? I mean, they they just flash it right out in front of you that, hey, we're the government, we're going to do whatever we want to do, we'll decide whatever we want, and you're going to have to live with it. Oh, absolutely. And in another case where I was flying on an airline, and the FAA determined that they could put these monitors in the walkway. Well, I had walked into one of these monitors as I was exiting the airplane, which did a serious neck injury to my neck. Mm. Um, FAA, I contacted them, and the Federal Aviation Administration, and everybody involved. And it was determined that FAA approved the installation of these monitors down the aisleways at a six-foot clearance. Obviously, I'm a little higher than six-foot. Well, I accidentally hit one and did a serious neck injury on a pinched nerve right at the base of the skull. The government abuses are unending, and of course the worst part about it is, no matter how badly they treat you, no matter how awful the story is, and we've heard so many, and I thank you for the call tonight, uh, no matter how awful it is, you got to pay your taxes next year, buddy. Yeah, the government puts this rule in, play, um, you know, in place that they uh, have to put these, these things there. But if you did that in your business and you, you hung somebody, um, something down there at uh, the six-foot level and somebody banged their head on it, you'd be so liable it'd be sick. The government does not get tr- – you know, the people in government do not get treated equally to the people who aren't in government. Let's talk to Dave in Montana listening to KGEZ. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? The guy – Calling up all mad about the f bomb. He should be cheering you guys about you, you know you're doing freedom of speech and everything. And then you know, like you said, you're not pandering to him. You hang up on him. And mm-hmm. Don't you know that guy sounded part Nazi just because he uh, he was getting in trouble. That he wants everybody to stop doing it. You know, it's, what kind of thinking is that? That's the same thinking why Michael Phelps got in trouble. And let me say, hip, hip, hooray, Michael Phelps is free today. Hey, Dave, thanks for short on time. I appreciate the call. Let's talk quickly to Brody in Utah. Brody, on the amp line. Hey, what's going on? you got about 30 seconds, Brody. Go. All right, well, I've got like about an hour, but uh, that's all i got. Um, I'm just calling because uh, I'm just really frustrated um, 
with uh, the lack, it seems, of, of an explanation in the liberty movement about uh, government spending. Uh, I hear a lot about taxation. Taxation is uh, evil, beyond evil. Uh, I agree, it's awful, and I think most politicians agree with that. But the uh, genius of government is debt financing. And uh, I don't think people understand how, how uh, debt financing works and that's what they're doing. Is and I don't think we're going to have time to talk about it tonight. Brody, call us on Monday. We yeah. can expand on this. I thank you for the call tonight. And we will see you on Monday night and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Wishing you a great, happy, super fun weekend. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com.